I was trying to think of like a catchphrase for you or like a song, whatever you're talking last episode that you need like an intro. Yeah. Whatever. I like literally Googled how to like get a jingle going. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, Did you find anything good? No, nothing useful <laughs> nothing. at all. Yeah, nothing. There was like a lot of like unused jingles that you could like buy there, okay, like yeah. tune. And I listened. I was like, nothing fits Britain. Like nothing is like that's on you. Like you know, <laughs> it's hard to like find music. Mm-hmm. And like the clip I have right now is super short and it's not the best quality. <laughs> but I'm just sticking with it because it it's so much work. Like. How long did you take, like, looking at them? Not very long. Like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But, the, listen, there's a lot of trash yeah. to go through. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I was like, does he want to, like, go off of, like, Hot Rod BJ? Or does he want to go off of Britain? Like, what? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I was, like, really, like, going through my brain. You're in your head, girl. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I really tried for you, though. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're a teacher. Mm-hmm. You teach kindergarten. I do. The little youngins. The babes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and like in public school, do they do any preschool or is that like the first grade? So they don't have to do preschool. Okay. Yeah. The only requirement to get into kindergarten is you have to be five years old. So like, that <laughs> is when school starts. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we do recommend preschool, obviously. That way they've been to school for a year. But we're coming out of a pandemic and... A lot of parents didn't do that. And yeah. so most of our kids, like this is their first year and their first time literally being away from their parents for the first time. So that's been very chaotic. And so this oh is like, God. yeah. So this is the first year we're actually having preschool at Linden schools. Really? Yes. Yeah. So they'll start at three and four years old and then we'll have our eyes on them already. And then when they get to kindergarten, they just come right into our classrooms. And they're going to like keep doing that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that started this year at all of the Linden schools. So it's pretty cool. That is cool. That seems kind of crazy. So you are going to have little, like, (laughs) three-year-olds running around around the building. Yeah, I won't have to take care of them. But (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to deal with, like, the bathroom (laughs) issues. No. (laughs) So you still feel good about kindergarten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually like me that Mm. age. (laughs) I am double their size, and, like, I will have knee problems eventually, but... (laughs) (laughs) that is true i thought about getting like a scooter like literally just like shuffles across the floor because i'm constantly just like up and down oh my god or like one of those you know and someone gets like a knee injury and they have like the one knee scooter (laughs) (laughs) just go grab the pe scooter or whatever (laughs) yeah that's true Mm -hmm. that would be good Mm -hmm. um i'm here with jacqueline anderson (laughs) but does anyone call you jacqueline really Um, like Blake does. I call you Jacqueline sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's only for fun. Yeah, for fun. I did spell your name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline. It's not my fault. It's your parents' fault. It is my, my parents' fault. <laughs> the name's after Jacqueline Kennedy, and I'm like, really? Out of all people? <laughs> Jacqueline Kennedy. But that's how she spells it is with a yes. y yeah and that's what Talking that's why it. they did it <laughs> <laughs> I know. and then like the j-a-c-q-u-e like nobody does that it's like I how do you how do people usually spell jacqueline like yours is j-a-c-q but is it not usually that like well, usually it's j-a-c-k-i-e and then when they go jacqueline okay. They do the same J-A-C-Q-U-E, but they will do L-I-N-E. Yeah. Which doesn't make okay. any sense to me. It's literally Jack Line. Like, it's Jack Line. <laughs> it is. I, uh, I'm like, there's some other Jacqueline name. Oh, I, 
there's this singer, Julia Jacqueline, and her last mm-hmm. name is J, like Jack, J A C K L I N. Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many options. Yes. Do you feel like, do you like being a redhead? I do now. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, like I had the glasses, I had the frizzy red hair, and like I got all of the nicknames, of course. And yeah. like Raggedy I, Ann. <laughs> yes. And like Chucky. Oh, well, yeah, um, that's a good one. I got Firecrotch as I got older. Like, oh, yeah. Like stuff like that, like uh, Jack O' Lantern when it was like around <laughs> Halloween. Like, I don't know if that's a form of bullying or not. But <laughs> I mean, I think it just depends on how you take it. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't like it um, when I was younger, but I grew to like it. And definitely being in a relationship with Blake, he like, absolutely loves it. So it's so he likes the fire cross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is very nice being like in a group with you because you can always <laughs> find Jackie because she's like six feet tall and a redhead. So yes. It does make it very nice to find you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Super easy. We're 2% of the population. Only two. Well, yeah, and then we are... The biggest minority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the combination of red hair and blue eyes is like 1%, and it's considered as rare as a four-leaf clover. So I'm that rare. Wow. Yeah. Are you Irish at all? No. No? <laughs> Not at all. I kind of wish, but... Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would make sense, mm-hmm. but no... <laughs> So uh, this weekend you were in Vancouver, mm-hmm. Washington. Mm-hmm. Less yeah, not exciting. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Literally almost to Portland. Yeah. What did you do? Um, so we had to go to a baby shower. Um, one of Blake's friend's wife. So, I mean, like, he's also having the baby, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan and Nolan, and they're having a kid. And so we went down for the baby shower. And then we went to Top Golf that night. Oh. So which fun. I know, which is mostly for the boys because the girl who's pregnant can't twist. So oh. <laughs> we just ate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we like drove back the next day. So it was a really quick trip, but it was really good to see them in their new house because they moved down um, last month. So they've been down there for a month now. So it was good yeah. to see them in their new element. And yeah, it was good to see them. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like weird to see people with babies like that are my age, you know. Like, I have a friend who has two kids, but no. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, I have a friend who has literally two kids. And I'm like, no, I'm, like, further from this every time I see a child. I (laughs) agree with that. The older I get, the less I want kids. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. And definitely working with kids, I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) Like, I see the nightmare. Yeah, like, why do I want to go home to my own then? (laughs) I think about that just with work in general. Like, Mm -hmm. this is me time now. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't imagine having to go home and deal with a child. I'd rip my hair out instantaneously. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, like, literally paid to be with these ones. I'm not paid to be with my own. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Who drove um, down south? Um, so Friday night we went to the Mariners game. Mm-hmm. And so I drove to Seattle. And then Blake drove from uh, like halfway from Seattle to Vancouver. And then I switched for like the last hour and a half or so because he was falling asleep. Um, and like we got in at like 1.45 a.m. So like Whoa. driving in the middle of the night is kind of scary. But also you can go <laughs> really fast. That's true. <laughs> 
And then on the way back, mostly like drove. You did come into the driveway rolling so <laughs> hot today. I like look out the door and I was like, oh my God, she's driving like me. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> well, I roll up and there's like three of the same cars. You guys have like, I'm rolling up to a mobster house. And I was like, I got to like match the speed and the energy. <laughs> like literally, I'm like, there's something going on here. That is true. There's just three black SUVs outside <laughs> yeah. of the house. It does look like we have like... um what is the like the the security for the president? What oh. do they call it? <laughs> I want to say social security. I know <laughs> that's not it. The Secret Service. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Yes, yeah, or a mobster. <laughs> or a mobster. Yeah. Well, my dad likes to think so. Yeah. I. Well, we went over to Yakima for this business trip this mm-hmm. week, and I drove. <laughs> and oh, <God. laughs> I know. I'm like, I work for my dad, so I get to drive him as part of my duties. <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> like bougie. <laughs> He's awesome. His chauffeur. Um, but like at moments, I'm such a bad driver. Like we were in Snoqualmie Pass, off the freeway, like to go to the rest area. And there's no lines on the f- on the road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dad, like, I don't know how the fuck people drive here. There's no lines on the road. And I was like, I think I'm on the opposite side of the road. And then we come around a corner and this truck's like coming <laughs> up the road. I'm like, I'm on the opposite side of the road. But I was like trying to make a left-hand turn. And I thought it was a turning lane. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Has your dad ever been in the car with you before? Oh, a lot, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I get my bad driving from him, so oh, he can't okay. say that much. You <laughs> I, know? I remember when you were down in Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> and you had to get off at the exit, and you literally <laughs> cut in front of a semi. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it was another bathroom stop, <laughs> and, yeah, we were, like, between like two giant car carriers oh, and I <laughs> swung in between them and the one that I got off honked he was so pissed <laughs> I just remember Bridget being in the back she's just like shaking <laughs> well yeah we were on our way back and my dad was on the phone with um my mom and we had just left my grandma's house and at a four-way stop I almost hit someone because I didn't see them <laughs> because there's there's this four-way stop at my grandma's house and no one's ever on this one side mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of like so used to going and I was telling my dad how usually I there's a carpool on ramp. It's like the only there's like a few in Washington and it's one of them. So usually I don't go this way. And I was telling him that I was like, usually I'm by myself. So I turn right here (laughs) and I start going straight. I almost hit someone. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I really am used to turning right here. And then we he was on the phone like 10 minutes later with my mom. And he was saying, well, yeah, like, Britain's driving me. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. And he was like, well, you know, <laughs> we almost got into an accident. And then he's like, and when we were on our way home last night, he passed someone in an on-ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I always do that. <laughs> well, beca- <laughs> because I, there was someone driving really slow I, in the slow lane. Mm-hmm. I will give them that. But there was a semi in the lane on the left lane. And I just had to go around them. So. Of course, there's an on ramp. Mm-hmm. I s- swing around them. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut off another semi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it's open lane, take it. <laughs> I try not to cut off semis because they scare me. Oh but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not always the best at being successful at yeah. that. Yeah. Whenever I drive my parents, I'm like a different driver completely. Are you? Like, yeah. I like really try to be really safe. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like you are like that. I feel like you're a lot more like conscientious mm-hmm. around 
certain people yes, than yeah. others. Yeah, when I drive crazy, like Blake will almost throw up in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, love to stop, and he's like, can you calm down? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and who's Blake? So Blake is my boyfriend. He's the fat knuckle person <laughs> from last week's episode. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we <laughs> talked about him. <laughs> yes, yes. My boyfriend has very thick knuckles, and we cannot hold hands normally. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. It's a little fun fact. Mm-hmm. He's also my cousin, yes. which is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Okay, one of my favorite fun facts about you, though, <laughs> oh, is your Dr. Pepper addiction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you... <clears throat> I'm a little weird with it. <laughs> you're a little weird with it. You want to explain to the people? <laughs> yes. Okay, so when I went to college in 2013 at Western, the same college that Brandon went to, um, you get, like, your food pass, and you have, like, literally unlimited food, which is, like, a dream, because, like, I grew up not having like candy, cereal, not having like just candy in general, soda pop, like anything like that. And so like you get this free pass and you can eat literally whatever you want for as long as you want while you're there. And so of course I gained the freshman 15 (coughs) (laughs) and I was drinking so much soda that I was like, like I was burping all the time. Like it was a nuisance to be around me, I think. <laughs> and I remember going home for like winter break and my dad like made like a, like not a mean comment, but like some sort of comment about like me gaining weight. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, so you have done like the freshman 15. Like mom and dad were afraid, like we were afraid of this. And I was like, oh my God, like they noticed it. Like I already knew that I could kind of see it, but yeah. for them to notice it and then for my dad to say something, I was like, okay, th- like this or changes. It's too far. Yes. We're and so, back. Yeah. <laughs> so we got New Year's um, hit. And then in January, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution, I'm not going to drink soda for like this year. And I did it. So that was like 2014. I completed the whole year. <clears throat> and then that that like new year's hits and of course i like binged on soda again for like that next year because i could finally have it <laughs> and it's again all about balance. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and during that year is when i realized i started to really enjoy dr pepper and mountain dew and again i started like gaining weight again and I was okay like, wait so <laughs> before that yeah. did you know you were addicted to dr pepper or it was just soda in general i think just soda in general okay. yeah and then like during that next on year okay. i was like i Dr. Pepper and, and Mountain Dew so much. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I knew I hated root beer and um, those were the things I knew. Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew, and the hated root beer. Mm-hmm. And so I you know, drank soda that whole year and then New Year's hits again. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it up. Again, like at least see if I can do it. And that trend has just continued going. I don't want to end it. And so when I have my Dr. Pepper year, I completely binge it and it's really unhealthy. <laughs> but then I give it up for a year. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it is truly crazy. <laughs> Literally. And like the countdown will happen if it's going to be a year I can drink it. And like people are counting down and like we'll go Happy New Year's and I literally crack open the Dr. Pepper. It's like there's times. Fun, yeah. I like the Dr. Pepper years. <laughs> yes. I encourage them. Yes. It's sad to me when mm-hmm. it's not a Dr. Pepper yes. year. I feel the yes. pain. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like really weird with it too. I really like flat soda. And so, <laughs> so I'll go by and I'll get bottles and I'll like literally crack it open and put it in the fridge and like drink in the next couple days. How long? You're, are you not drinking a full soda at a time? Oh, I can. Yeah, yeah, I can. Once it's like flat. Yeah. Yeah. I could go through three Dr. Peppers a day. Okay. Yeah. That's those on years. <laughs> One day when I was working at Linden Door, I like you're basically working with like 18 to 20 year olds mm-hmm. and <clears throat> my lead at work was an 18 year old. And he, we went to break, and he came back with a two liter of soda, and he drank the entire thing. 
What? The habits of some of these people were wild. They were just like downing candy, crushing monster energy drinks, and were working from like 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. and like 18. Oh my god. Yeah. They can do anything at 18, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I was like, these people are impenetrable, yeah. and I don't understand how they're upright. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Like, they'd get, like, multiple packs mm-hmm. of candy at break, yeah. feed them with a fucking energy drink. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are you alive? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When did your diet Pepsi addiction start? <laughs> My diet Pepsi addiction started when I started. It, it was when I was in high school working at Dairy Queen. Mm. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was 16. And it was like kind of the same thing as you. Like when I worked, you could bring in your own cup mm-hmm. and you had free soda oh all the, your whole shift. So all I would drink was diet Pepsi because. Mm-hmm. I just like diet pe- like soda more than regular soda. Mm-hmm. It's like the flavor of it, mm-hmm. and diet Pepsi especially mm-hmm. is just like nothing else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's when it kicked in for me, <laughs> and I have never looked back. There's no <laughs> off years for no. the diet Pepsi. I try to like rein it in sometimes, but there's a lot of times where I have like a diet Pepsi a day. Oh yeah, yeah. That's literally the dream. It's yeah. so nice. It's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm actually like not really drinking caffeine right now. Okay. So um, I have I'm like down to one a week. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like just no caffeine in general. Like no coffee. I have like a tiny bit of like instant coffee in the protein shake I make mm-hmm. in the morning. But other than that, yeah, I just feel like it's been really good for like my energy and like mental health like i don't know it's like really nice to be fully balanced and like not be like craving something oh good for you, you. Know? yeah it is difficult but <laughs> yeah, I bet. well the hardest thing because i've gone off caffeine a lot and it's the hardest thing of like you just like are out over the weekend and you're sleep deprived mm-hmm. and then you just want caffeine mm-hmm. And you're sleep deprived and then you get a few days of that and then you're like, well, I'm just back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a hard cycle mm-hmm. to like beat. Are you currently watching The Bachelorette? Yes. You're I still am. like caught yes. up and everything. Yeah, I'm missing the episode tonight, but yes, I am. Oh yeah, of. I forgot it's a Monday night mm-hmm. thing. Wow. Sorry yeah. to make you miss. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'll watch tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there's two bachelorettes this season. Yes. So what's that been like? Um, it's been cool because both ba- bachelorettes are really awesome people, Rachel okay. and Gabby. It's really unfortunate that they're doing the two bachelorettes with such great people. I mean, I feel like every bachelorette is gonna be awesome. That's why they pick them. But they were given like 32 guys the beginning of the season and they didn't know what they were doing. Like nobody on the show really knew what they were doing, producers and everything. Mm -hmm. And there were guys that like were kind of figuring out who they liked. And then when they finally got the teams, they like had to cut so many people. Like it was just weird. And they immediately went from like 15 people to like six each. Oh, yeah, and it's because you're splitting it. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, wow. Okay, so, like, we just mostly skipped through, like, four weeks of yeah. a show when you're down to that many people. And then there's, like, this one guy that flipped teams at one point, and then oh, he got COVID, oh. we think, and just left. And huh. so then Gabby was down another person. So it's, like, really weird. It's, like, good because it's different. It's fun for them to like mix up the show and have two bachelorettes, but for sure. but it's going by so quickly. I think we have hometowns now. 
Yeah, I saw that was happening. Yeah. That's, so that's today. Yeah. So last week was like Rachel and Gabby went to go meet the boys' families. Oh. And I think this week the boys then go meet okay. the girls' families. I'm pretty sure. But then they did promos for the Men Tell All, which isn't supposed to happen for like another two weeks. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Have you been watching The Bachelor like since it started or no. a late arrival? Yeah, I'm a late arrival. I think when it like made sense for me to like understand like dating. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like college. <laughs> 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 you finally got around to making sense of dating in college. Yes. <laughs> so you didn't date before college? Um. So I <laughs> had my first kiss senior year of high school. Okay. And... <laughs> The reason is because... It was a dare. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wish. (laughs) Well, I was like super nerdy. Let's just put that out there. Oh, yeah. We're back to the frizzy hair, (laughs) the glasses, the freckles. Yes, yes. (laughs) I was not popular, but I was like in a group of people that were like just involved in school a lot, like leadership, ASB. Yeah, I was going to say they seem like an ASB crowd. Yes, yeah. So This is so good, by the way. Jackie brought me a a little shooter of Gentleman Jack, and Mm -hmm. it's... Really fucking good. Where'd you get this? Um, I I had to order like special um well, I think it was bourbon for my dad. And oh, okay. I needed to make the shipping requirement. So I added that in. And I was like, <laughs> Blake will drink it. And I was like, I forgot that he doesn't like liquor. And so then that's just been in my cupboard for like a month and I was like, Okay, I need to bring something for Britain. <laughs> yeah. You got your liquor man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god. No, it's actually so amazing. Good. I feel like I've had this like once before and mm-hmm. I didn't like it as much as I'm liking it now. Yeah, it's like the next step up after just general Jack Daniels is like the gentleman Jack. I, it's amazing. Highly recommend. Good. And I uh, <laughs> drank way too much this weekend. I don't know about you. You were around a baby, so maybe less <laughs> drinking. But yeah. I we went out for James's birthday mm-hmm. on Saturday and we hit up like everywhere bbgs caps beaver aslan depot red light we were making the ramp do you feel old at all going there where (laughs) (laughs) anywhere downtown (laughs) yeah anywhere no do you yes i do i do every once in a while where was i and i was like Oh, State Street Bar. When we went with Jill. Oh, yeah. I was like, everyone in here <gasps> yes. is 20. But I don't feel old because it's been the summer. So yeah, all the right. college students are in town. We live mm-hmm. in like a college town. So mm-hmm. when school is in session, like we went to State Street Bar. And we were the only people in there for a little while. Oh, wow. There were a few people when we got there. And then we had a group of like 12 people mm-hmm. come in. And the like four people that were there left. Oh. <laughs> and then it was just us, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And then. Some other people came in and they were older than us. So mm. I felt young. Yeah. <laughs> More people that have kids that are our age. Like yeah. just weird. <laughs> it is weird. But um, yeah. yeah, so I was very drunk this mm-hmm. weekend. And then yesterday I just spent like the whole day like hanging out at James's house drinking, mm-hmm. which was good for me because mm-hmm. it's like nice to, it's so good for me to drink. No, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good to just like hang out and have like a day where I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. Do they have mezcal down at like bars in Bellingham? Some of them. Okay. Yeah. I was just somewhere that had like a lot of mezcal, but I can't remember where it was. Mm-hmm. It was like a week or two ago. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, back to you <laughs> back getting to your first kiss. <laughs> yes. Senior year. Yes. So um, I think it was middle school, like eighth grade or like freshman year of high school. My mom made a joke of like right on Halloween – she was like, I'll let you go trick-or-treating with your friends until you get your first kiss. 
like you know once you get your first kiss like you're kind of like more of an adult you shouldn't be trick-or-treating with your what age were you when she would told you this i think it was eighth grade or ninth grade so whatever age that is i don't know 13 yeah Yeah. 13 14 15 Mm -hmm. you get your license sophomore year 16 so 14 15 yeah yeah 14 yeah so she said that and i was like okay cool bet (laughs) (laughs) i'll wait till senior year to get my first kiss like literally, literally that was your motivation like for yeah. real well i mean also nobody's interested you are in me. addicted to sugar <laughs> <laughs> i mean nobody was interested in me i feel like if someone was interested that's in me, that's not then... true <laughs> i'm sure they were <laughs> i was annoying in high school oh <laughs> uh, like how so i mean i was part of leadership in asb i was like a brown noser like i was okay. a teacher's pet yeah yeah hence why i'm a teacher now <laughs> yeah that's true yeah Fits. so i didn't get my first kiss till like spring of senior year so i made it through that halloween of senior year and then i was like okay (laughs) mate i should probably do something about this so who'd you kiss um this guy named brandon were you dating or no so he was friends with this guy who threw like the rager in ferndale um that was like supposed to be the next like x like project x uh party Uh, i don't know if you ever heard about that when you're in high school i didn't but i knew about one that was gonna get like that was supposed to take place over like off Mount Baker Highway somewhere. But yeah. It got busted from like being like a Facebook group, you yes. know? That was, was that it. like the same that thing? That was it. They that did was it. the one. They did it for a whole freaking week. Okay. Spring break. The whole week. And so I went to one of those nights at his house okay. and I saw his friend there and I was like, oh, he's super cute. And so then we went back to school after spring break and the guy who threw the party was in my science class and okay. we were like good friends. And I asked him about his friend and he's like, yeah he's like not seeing anybody like you should like ask him out and like that's totally not what i do it's like i don't just talk to boys at all i don't ask them out and i think his friend told him that i thought he was cute so then he asked me out and so we went on a double date (laughs) with the guy and then my friend Corey, who was in a relationship but she just did the double date with me to be a good friend wow and her boyfriend was okay with that yeah i don't think he really knew (laughs) (laughs) she was just saying i'm gonna go watch a movie with jackie (laughs) okay okay. at a movie theater Mm -hmm. and so we went to movie theater and like held hands during it and then he drove me back to my place with my friend and my friend goes inside my house and at my parents house there's like the door and then a window like a like a window right next to it and she peeks out and she like looks at him and like gives him like a thumbs up and then he kisses me and wow. I ran inside, shut the door, and I started crying. And I'm like, I don't like him anymore. <laughs> and I had a moment of like, do I not like boys? <laughs> did you think you did it? Yeah, after that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't like that at all. And like, I hadn't been interested in them at all. And then I like somebody, I kiss them. And then I'm like, what's going on? Like, this is terrible. Okay. Yeah. What an experience. Yeah. So what did you do about that? So I think I kind of like pretended to kind of like him for like the next week like we texted a little bit mm-hmm. and he wanted to hang out and i think we hung out one more time at his place and like just watched movie on the couch yeah and i don't remember if we kissed again i like don't remember and then one day at school i walked up to him and i was like this isn't gonna work for me like i'm done he's like i'm done too <laughs> i was like great okay <laughs> yeah. keep it easy <laughs> yeah yeah and Beautiful. then i started seeing somebody who's two years younger than me and he was a butthead <laughs> Like a dick. This was in college. No, this was still in high school. Like right after this, like I went for somebody who was two years younger than me. And I had like broke my thumb during Powderpuff football. And so I I was a cheerleader in high school. And so when we were cheerleaders, you had to like color posters for people who played sports, like whatever team you played for. And I couldn't color it because I broke my thumb. And this guy came over and was like, I'll help you color posters. 
And then he didn't. He just wanted to like make out on the couch. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, I need your help here. Yeah, I don't like, want to kiss you. <laughs> needed something from <laughs> yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. And so then that ended. And then I started seeing someone else in like April of spring or like, I guess it was end of April. So this happened all really quickly oh within God, like zero the month. To six no, yes. Yeah. And then I started seeing somebody else and then we dated until like September. So like freshman year of college, like right into it. And then we broke up. So you dated for like six months? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Still hadn't had sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I didn't have sex until <coughs> senior year of high school. Okay. When did you have sex? So it was um, the summer after freshman year of college before sophomore year. So like that summer. So that's... Okay. So like a year 20 later. E yes, a year yeah. later. Yeah, 2014 to 2015. Yeah. With the person that I dated for four years. Yeah. Four years. Mm -hmm. How was the sex? <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> like the, the first kiss? <laughs> you yeah. cry and break up with him? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't even know I was a virgin the first time he wanted to, like, stick it in. Mm -hmm. We were, like, just making out in the bed. And he was like, let's just do it real quick. Like, he knew it was the first time for us. So yeah. it's still even him asking that was a really, like, really weird how he stated it. And I was like, no, no, like, I don't want to do it right now. Like, I want to make it special. And he's like, no, let's just, like, get it over with. And I pushed him off. And I was like, I'm a virgin. And he, like, walked out and, like, went to work. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and we still dated for four years. And, like, the sex, I mean, there's a reason I started going to therapy. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that there was issues with me because of him. So, okay. um, yeah, sex was, I thought was good at the time. And then, like, the last year was really bad. And then after breaking up with him like i realized that sex was terrible <laughs> like like what about it though like the like the feeling of it the way that we did it the way it made me feel during it like just mm -hmm. everything about it was absolutely terrible with him yeah yeah so that's why i went into therapy <laughs> and how has sex therapy been um pretty good yeah so i did a first set um with him like when i was dating him because i okay. thought like there was like just issues with me which there are like we've realized um and i thought that i got over it with him like i just told myself like this is just like what sex feels like and i think my therapist wasn't doing a very good job hence mm -hmm. why i got another one okay she was just like just like keep working on it like um really get into the vibe with him like mm -hmm. Foreplay, like whatever you want, like it'll get better. Like trying to be helpful, but yes, not, in the but right not way for you. at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what has been helpful for you? Um. So now that I've been in a new relationship with a new therapist, what's been helpful is communication. And like, um, my boyfriend Blake, we both talk about our like love languages, and like literally talking about every single issue that we have in life and in the bedroom has helped so much. Okay. Yeah, it's literally all mental. It's like what yeah, my I was gonna say. yeah, like it if I'm like stressed it. during the day, like obviously sex isn't gonna go great for me. But if I like had a really good day and like Blake did his chores, <laughs> <laughs> sex will be great. <laughs> is that what it comes down to, Blake yes. doing chores? Yes. Well, my <laughs> number one love language is acts of service. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Interesting. So if he does his chores, then he'll get lucky. <laughs> Well, that's good incentive for Blake, I guess. <laughs> yes, yeah, and he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, clean up some socks, you get fucked. <laughs> like, who doesn't love that? <laughs> you vacuum, you do something, <laughs> just anything. Make it easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I. When, this is, like, semi-related, <laughs> but... When, 
<laughs> when we were driving over, we were in Clay Elm, you know, mm-hmm. driving through Clay Elm. We had dinner there. We drove past this like smoke and beer shop and it's called Chewin' Butts. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is it spelled? Like, chew. Like, chew, apostrophe N, butts, like cigarette butts. Oh my gosh. Chew oh, butts. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, where are they going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ate ass? <laughs> no. No, would you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not Blake's. <laughs> Not Blake's. No, I've never thought about Have it. Have you had your ass ate? Yeah. <laughs> Have I, you had anal sex? No. Would you? I kind of want to try it. Yeah. I also want to try putting a strap on. on. Oh, pegging. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's the favorite topic of the pod. <laughs> yeah, I want to try it, but I mean. Go to Flagstaff. <laughs> What's that? When we talked, Kelly and I talked oh, about it yes. in the podcast last week. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's Arizona. We go to Arizona yeah. sometimes. Oh, you can yeah. make we it We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I think that pegging is an interesting concept. What mm-hmm. What is appealing to you about it? Um, I mean, I think just being in control. Yeah. You know, like on our normal like sex relationship, me and Blake. Um, I want to say like he's in control, but like he is like he kind of like runs the show. Um, and so I feel like it'd be fun to experience that. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just being the person that inserts something. <laughs> yeah. then, like it sounds weird to say, but I just want to try it. I mean, you could finger his hole. <laughs> I mean, I've done that too. You have? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he's going to feel about this. <laughs> he said, okay, I can talk about my sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't know you were going to be talking about fingering him. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But it's so nice. Okay. Does he I, like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like th- men, like it's in the fucking prostate, like yes. up the ass yeah. is, it's pleasurable. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason you like it. <laughs> there's a reason I like it. There's a reason why it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Great orgasms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch any of like or see any of the VMA stuff on on social media from yesterday? Yes, a little bit of it. I saw like Lizzo's um, clap back <laughs> to this guy named Aries or whatever. Oh, about- I, tell me more. I didn't see this. So apparently this comedian named Aries something. I don't even know his last name um, said something like on a comedian like a. I don't know if he was doing stand-up or it was, like, one of his, like, shows, like, on Netflix. I really don't know. He said something about her being fat. Like, kind of just, like, made, like, a fat joke about her. Mm-hmm. And so when she won her award for About Damn Time, yeah. um, she went up there and took the opportunity to kind of clap back at him. And she pulled the Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus thing. We Like, you know how Nicki was like, Miley, what's good? Like, mm-hmm. back, I don't know what year that was. She did the same thing to him. It was like, Aries, what's good? And, like, mostly said, like, I'm up here, like, getting this award. Like, why the fuck are you saying stuff about me? So, like, I saw that. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know why anybody's making fat jokes still, <laughs> like, 2022. And, like, about well, Lizzo. people say a lot of dumb I, shit. I know, <laughs> but, like, Lizzo knows she's fat. Well, that's my <laughs> thing. Well, that's why I'm, like, I'm curious. Because, like, yeah, she knows she's fat and she kind of yeah. embodies it. Yes. And 
is proud of it yeah. and sexualizes yes. it. You yeah. Know? It was something about like an emoji and like he said she looks like a the emoji that's like mashed potatoes on a plate or something like that. Oh yeah, that's just something like stupid. I'm just like her whole thing is about owning that she's a bigger person and it, that's okay. Like why? Like it's a waste of your time to mm-hmm. like put her down. Yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> I don't even know who you were. Yeah. And like I know who she is and of course her fans are going to back her up like you're stupid. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of dumb people that mm-hmm. would love to agree with him, I'm sure. Yeah, so like that <laughs> kind of stuff, and then... And I just saw Taylor Swift's dress, and that... <laughs> <laughs> and that she has a new album coming out in, like, a month. Are you a Taylor yes. Swift fan? I kind of am. Like, like in what way? Like, what what do you like about <clears throat> Taylor, and what, what music? Um... I don't really like her country vibe when she first started. I'm not really a country fan, so I didn't really oh. start liking her until it was more pop stuff. Um, I think I like her because she's so dedicated to making music. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't rest at all. And I think that's what I like about her is that she just, like, keeps producing more and more music for her fans. And she's very diverse in that kind of way of, like, her genres. Like, yeah. she'll do, I mean, country all the way to pop to, like, folk um kind of music where she had her last two albums mm-hmm. i think i like that about her um <laughs> i don't like the fact that she can't dance like that's really upsetting <laughs> it is upsetting <laughs> like I there'll agree. be music playing and she's like not on beat and i'm like girl come on like <laughs> yeah pull it together a little like, like you've been doing this for like i don't know 20 yeah. years or yes. some shit at yes. this point yeah like, you yeah. learn a one two yes. step <laughs> yes yeah and then i like when she did like the reputation tour and she like made it all about snakes because i think it was she's a snake well yeah because like kim called her a snake yeah. i think after the kanye stuff so that's an interesting thing taylor's new album is coming out on kim's 42nd birthday this year <gasps> i didn't know that yeah okay that's I love that. <laughs> I know. Their feud is so lame to me, though. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I do. And yeah. it's been going on for way too long. And now Kim and Kanye aren't even together anymore. And that's so why I don't like Taylor, though, because I think she is extremely petty mm-hmm. and just gets hung up on the wrong thing. Yes. And that's why I don't like her is that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just I don't know. It's It's like you aren't getting people on your side because you're complaining about dumb shit mm-hmm. when you're a billionaire and now have you seen all this stuff about how she has like the like the most carbon emissions from her private plane but yes. then she was like oh well i like let people use it all the time yes i believed her is that not true <laughs> no i mean it, it could be true yeah. but either way it's yeah. still your plane's emissions yeah, exactly it, it's just funny it's like the same thing don't be defensive about like that's what I'm saying. Either way, it's your plane. You have mm-hmm. to take accountability for it. Yes. Like, don't push the blame on someone else. Like, you're mm-hmm. just dumb. Yeah. You're too rich to do dumb shit exactly. like that. Like, just yeah. own it mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're a fucking billionaire mm-hmm. or close to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just a little ridiculous. But yeah. I do think she looked amazing in her dress at the yes, VMAs. Yes, it did look really good. Which was exciting because I don't feel like she gives a lot of fashion looks. No. But it also <laughs> made me feel like she's going to be going for a pop album again. I think so. Yeah. She did the whole calm vibe. She did it. That was the pandemic. We mm-hmm. get it. Okay, let's bump it back up again. Yeah, I think she's back. She had yeah. like the little bedazzled mm-hmm. like shit on her eyelid. Mm-hmm. and We need that. She's looking like Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> They're both fans of each other now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mm-hmm. could see them getting along. Oh, they already do. I don't like Olivia Rodrigo. <gasps> <laughs> I think she's the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I like some of her music and I like Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's old music that you don't like, actually. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> but I did like the 1989 album, like mm-hmm. a pretty decent amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know who Young Gravy is? I've heard of him. And you know how he his whole vibe is like how he's like attracted to milfs and like yes. he has well, like all these shows with milfs. Yes, and he went after Addison Ray's mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> Addison Ray's mom and him were at the VMAs together last night. And they like kissed on the red carpet and did interviews together and all this stuff. And he said like he's met Addison Ray and she's like such a sweetheart. They're the same like, age. Ew. Addison Ray I think is younger than Young Gravy by okay. like a few years because okay. she's younger than us and Young Gravy's twenty six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it better or not. <laughs> I mean a little. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I love that he is into milfs. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. I'm mm-hmm. like I want to be that for Dilfs. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. Like. What's not to love? Yeah. I yeah. am obsessed. Yeah. Like the dad on Euphoria. Like, do you think he's a dolph? Like, are you totally. Yeah, he's that? hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's from Grey's Anatomy. So, did yeah, you like him true. then at all? What? Did you like him at all in Grey's Anatomy? I don't, I don't think Was he was. Was he McSteamy? Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> McDreamy, McSteamy. <laughs> McSteamy. But McDreamy yeah. is um, Patrick. Dempsey. Hem- Dempsey, Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. What a Humpty Dumpty, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think about Euphoria in general? I mean, it's kind of weird. Well, mm-hmm. not weird, but like the timing, like mm-hmm. we're in between seasons. They always mm-hmm. take like so long between the seasons. So I'm like, when is this ever coming back? Mm-hmm. But like, give me your thoughts on Euphoria so mm-hmm. far. Um, I've liked it. I really like um, Zendaya as an actress. Mm-hmm. I think she did amazing in the show. I've the show is about like Sam's real life, right? Like the the whole creator of the show. Like, doesn't yeah. he go through it? Like, that's what Rue does. Like, that's her life, right? Like, was what he went through. Yeah, it's like okay. based off of Sam's okay. life. Yeah, as so, far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that that he's. Like, he's okay to put that out there. Like, that this is what happened to him. So I really like the show in that kind of way that he's telling this very vulnerable story about him. And I love the actors in it. And they chose such a great cast. Yeah. But the anxiety that it has given me is off the charts. Really? <laughs> like, w- an episode a night. And, like, I couldn't do more. And, like, there were times that I'd have to pause it and, like, go take a break. Because it was so much for me to get through. Why do you think that is? There was just so much, like drugs and alcohol and like stuff that i don't ever experience mm-hmm. and i think it's like really real to see that people actually do go through that yeah and i think that was where the anxiety came from being like people are actually going through this and like they don't get help and like they go through this mm-hmm. like spiral and just like the dark vibes about it and like everything about like that dad that was what he was doing <laughs> like just the anxiety yeah. and like the abusive relationships that was happening with um, maddie and whatever the guy's name is like just so much anxiety into it like mm-hmm. i love it and I, of course we'll watch the next season yeah but there was so much happening it's <laughs> interesting that you s- yeah there is and it's interesting you say that because emma who's going to be on the show on the pod next week mm-hmm. I was asking her, too, if she had watched Euphoria, and she said she couldn't because she watched, like, the first few episodes, and it was too much for her. Mm -hmm. Like, she was like, I would be depressed for days after Mm -hmm. watching it. So, it's interesting to hear that because I don't have that experience with it. I just watched it, and I'm like, I love this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, Yeah. yeah, it's interesting now that I've heard that from multiple people. I think a big element of the show, too, is kind of, like, speaking to a lot of, like, the anxiety that comes with growing up in this time. Like, I know 
I, on some other podcasts I listen to, there's a lot of people who talk about like their kids and growing up now, and like they have so much anxiety with like school shootings mm-hmm. and like um, the environment is like a big mm-hmm. one that they say like their kids have anxiety about. Do you feel like you see that with your students at all? Just anxiety. Yeah. I when the shooting happened back in spring, like when there was a huge like uproar of it. Um, five-year-olds don't really hold a lot of that. Like their parents did not tell them there was a couple that would come to school crying and we'd have to talk about it. Um, but I don't see it a lot in five-year-olds. I, the upper grades definitely dealt with it. And like, of course my anxiety was through the roof and like every day after the big shootings, I would come in every day being like, I hope if it happens, I do whatever I can to keep them safe. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like they didn't have anxiety, but all the adults in the building did for sure. Yeah. Which, I don't know, is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I'm glad the five-year-olds didn't have anxiety. Right. But, like, I definitely had it. And, like, you can't really talk about it either. <laughs> like, at the school, you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Do you feel like you've been teaching for this? You said this is going to be your fifth year. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it like, comes and goes in waves? Or do you feel like it's gotten worse for you at all? How has that been? Yeah, I've thought about it before. Like every year it kind of comes by like through my head and like my thoughts. But definitely this past year was a lot more of like every day I'd walk in and be like, it really could happen here. Like it's happening in the cities where people are saying it would never happen here. Like it totally could happen here. Um, So I haven't walked in at all this year. Like when I was there last week, I hadn't thought about it at all. Mm -hmm. But of course, once the kids are back in the classroom, I think it will be my number one concern again. Yeah. And just like, how am I going to keep them safe every day? And what is our plan <laughs> as a school? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you feel like that's navigated well at your school? We have a plan um, and we've practiced it. But of course, if it were to happen, I don't know how much I'll remember. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> you just go into panic mode. Yes. Yeah. Like we thankfully in kindergarten, we have our own bathroom. And so like we like it's right in the classroom. We just like have our door shut. Mm-hmm. And when we practiced, we can all fit in there, um, which is nice. But then we are just like sitting in the bathroom waiting like we're just sitting ducks. Yeah. Um. So there's times like when we go through our drills and like, why don't we just like run? Like I'll open up my back door and we just like sprint across the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what I'll remember if it ever does happen. I just hope whatever I do is yeah. going to be good enough for them. And the, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> I hope Yeah. the scariest part about it is like, with it, that ever happens, like I'm the last person I have to think about. Like I yeah. have to think about all the other kids first, like put them in the bathroom, tell them to shut the door. Then I have to go through my whole protocol of shutting like windows, drapes, cut, turning off my screen, locking my own door grabbing my phone so I can contact the office and then getting into the bathroom with them. Right. Like all of that is like weird to think about, like putting myself last. Yeah. That is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's probably for sure. Like the scariest mm-hmm. part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, the kids are fine, but now I'm like, Oh, I'm on my own. <laughs> yeah. And like, I have to go through everything, like make sure this door is locked. If this door doesn't get locked, like this is the end, yeah. you know, like how do I need to make sure that I put my key in right and I turn it the right way in that one second that I have. Yeah. Luckily, you are on top of things. So. <laughs> Let's hope so. I, I think it'd be good. Okay, so did you see that like article I sent you about Barbie Ferreira? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And like, so you brought up Sam Levinson, who is mm-hmm. like the director of Euphoria. Yes. And there's been like some issues that mm-hmm. I've like heard about with him, but I don't mm-hmm. know like a ton. And then there's like. 
Barbie Ferreira just said she's not going to be on season three, and she plays Kat, who is like such a cool character. Yes. But then in season two, she got like the lamest storyline, like barely in it, becomes like a different person. And so this article that I had seen actually sent to me by Carly, which is so funny because she like doesn't ever read anything. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I heard about this. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> and so like it said that the rumor is, is that Sam Levinson wanted her to have a storyline of having an eating disorder, mm-hmm. but she didn't want to do it. And that's why a lot of her lines got cut and stuff and like other issues just between them. I think disagreeing mm-hmm. about things like that and personality kind of stuff making her not coming back for the third season. So what do you think about that? I think it's interesting that he would give her, like, I mean, she progressed so much in the first season. Like, she really found herself. For mm-hmm. them to, he- for him to even suggest that for her character, I think was out of line just because of the growth she did in the first season. Yeah. And the fact that he wanted to give that to the bigger person out of all yeah. everybody, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, do we really have to have the issue anyways? But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was interesting to hear because... I like between season one and two, there was stuff about how he's such a good like producer because he would have like somebody on set when they were doing like the sex scenes and like Mm -hmm. making sure everyone felt comfortable during it. Like he was a really. Well, I think you have to now. I think it's like mandated through. uh, What do they call it? Like uh, when when all the teachers go on strike and it's like a group of people. Strike. No, (laughs) but like union. Oh, union. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I think part of, like, the union oh, okay. is now you have to have, like, a sex coordinator, mm-hmm. whatever they call yeah. it. It's something like that. Yeah. So it's interesting that that shift had happened between a season for them to, for him to, like, do this and then her quit the show. Like, I feel like there's other stuff, too, going on, which is super unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard to say from the outside. Yeah. And that, like, part of it, I think, is personality. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's a little strange. Yes. And, like, I think, too, like, like I kind of wonder, too, stuff about this, of like, putting it out there, it's interesting, right? But is it beneficial? Mm-hmm. I kind of think no. no. I think it's more... <laughs> I mean, I want to watch it, but at the end of the day, I, I think it's more detrimental to like display all these unhealthy behaviors mm-hmm. than not. Like, yeah, there. So what now? All these fifteen-year-olds who watch Zendaya and like Sydney Sweeney being like hot, mm-hmm. fuckable fifteen-year-olds. Like, what the fuck do they want? They want to be on drugs and drink. I mean, they already are. Yeah, but to even it's glamorized. Mm-hmm to the millionth degree like they're the most famous hottest people in the world Mm -hmm. like who wouldn't want to be damaged Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah i i feel like more people are going to drop off before season three starts and i feel like more people are going to be added like well i heard a rumor and this could totally be unfounded because i like i i tried to look into it and it seems Mm -hmm. like it might be but i saw and then someone said it was like press for um Billie Eilish to get a VMA, but that she was going to be in Euphoria. I heard that too. (laughs) Which I would love. But like, what would she even play? Like, what would be her character? They said she was going to be a love interest for Nate. That would be so weird. It would be so good. I don't know. 
Yeah, I've heard like that Manny wants to leave, and I he- even heard like Zendaya would leave too. But like these are just rumors. Of, Maddie like, is the best. She's yeah. my favorite character on yeah. the show for sure. What is her real name? <laughs> Alexis something. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. Alexa or Alexis something yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of VMAs and Doja Cat. Yes. You love Doja yes, Cat. Yes, I was trying to look up who actually got the award yesterday. Um, oh, Doja Cat got best choreography for women. For what video do you know? Um, for women. For that. Oh, for women. <laughs> for <laughs> women. She got it for women. <laughs> Not for that song. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes I, I haven't seen that music video. I have. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason I got the award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I need to s- watch more music videos. Mm-hmm. I I feel like this past year, I've never watched less music videos. Okay. But like, I feel like it is. Like, they're less influential, like, year mm-hmm. by year. Yes. But, like, I love music videos. Mm-hmm. I just never see them. Like, why don't they clip music videos more for social media? I yeah. feel like they don't that much. Why don't they bring back the old MTV? Like, they'd just be streaming music videos on MTV. I can remember as a child, I'd turn on that episode, and it'd just be music video after music video yeah, after music video. Yeah, but do you watch MTV? Uh, if it was music videos, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. I would just put it on to clean my room. Yeah. Like, I would totally do that now. I actually think that would be good for them to go back yeah. to. I think more people would watch that than oh, yeah. Ridiculousness Season 72. <sighs> Fuck that show. <laughs> I do like that show. Do you? <laughs> yeah. No. Why? Because <laughs> it's freaking stupid. It's like, okay, I I like <laughs> the concept, but they just do the dumbest, sh- like, video. Like, they're not good. I like I just love Chanel. <laughs> she literally, <laughs> it's like, Rob laughs. She goes, <laughs> Oh like God. I just love her so much. <laughs> no, I I wish I could like it because it is a sh- type of show I would like. Mm-hmm. But there, I feel like there's too much like in between the videos, and then the videos aren't good. Yeah, like I would for sure way rather just like watch YouTube or TikTok. Like, yeah, fail videos. I yeah, mean, that's gold right yeah. there. Well, were you a fan of Rob when he did like his? Um, Fantasy Factory and not like the biggest. I thought he okay. was like yeah. okay. I feel like people. I liked li- him better then. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I like Ridiculousness because I liked him on Fantasy Factory and like when he did his other show with uh big big yeah. someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin Big. I mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's why I like it is because I like him personally. Yeah. Yeah. I just never loved him yeah but okay. I, I i liked like fantasy factory yeah. and like yeah. i thought it was good but yeah yeah um, wait so you said that you watched selling sunset too right yes did yeah. you say jason oppenheim has a new girlfriend yeah. she's hot <laughs> she is it's just so weird because like one i can't tell them apart <laughs> him and his brother <laughs> oh yeah no totally <laughs> like i can ne- no like idea. i don't think i'll ever be able to i don't think so yeah either. and i want to know what it is about them that get these like hot girls she's well just like in general to be on tv yeah well just like yeah i would that's that's what i assume yeah because she's gonna be on the next season of selling sunset you think so that's what i heard and how is it gonna be for chrishell i don't know like like i feel like low-key chrishell did not care about jason no you know what i mean yeah like it seemed I believed it more on the show than like like hearing about it before and mm-hmm. everything, but it was still like not a super long relationship. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was just as long as any relationship I've ever had, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. Like nothing. They split up for such a distinct reason too, though, that I think you 
are always going to feel okay about that kind of a breakup, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But it's so, Chriselle's so weird because they broke up because she wants the child. Yeah. And then she gets in a relationship with somebody who um, is in part of the queer community, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're non binary. Like yes. they, them. Their name's G Flip. Yes. Yeah. And so Chriselle it says, I'm just trying to have fun and like do this. And like your whole reason for breaking up with Jason is because you want kids and now you're just like wanting to have fun. Like, I don't know. Like, it's so weird for me. I was like, was it really it's worth breaking transition. up with? Yes. Yeah. It's really worth breaking up with Jason. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> it is confusing. Yes. For sure. Yeah. But I, I mean, of course, there's other ways to have kids. Yes. And, like, yes. I don't know. Also, G-Flip is just, like, trashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you felt about them. <laughs> like, I, and I've never liked Chriselle. Yeah. Because I just think she's really annoying and, like, fake. Mm-hmm. And, like, thinks she's better than other people. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, like severely dislike her i just know i want to get along with her in mm-hmm. person so yeah it, it makes me dislike her yeah what like, girls do you like on selling sunset christine okay i knew it too <laughs> i knew you would i mean like i do christine. like christine but like she was a lot more unlikable this past season because she just was playing the victim mm-hmm. which is annoying i like maya is my favorite actually okay She's the best. And Amanda, I thought, was a, a lot better this season. Like, mm-hmm. I liked her a lot. Chelsea, I liked a lot. But I can see her going, like, like becoming annoying, mm-hmm. I feel like. I liked Mary in the beginning, and I like her less now, for sure. Yeah. And then about Emma. Oh, <laughs> she's rough. But I feel like she's someone I really disliked in the beginning, but I think I might come to like. Mm-hmm. But outside of the girls, like, she needs to be independent mm-hmm. because she's better on her own than mm-hmm. with the other girls, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the girls are so interesting. I feel like I didn't really have opinions on them. I just wanted more drama. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why I watched the show was for drama. Right. And watching the houses. I uh, <laughs> what's the one that's ma- married to Tarek? Um uh Heather? Heather. Yes. I actually liked her yes. more this season mm-hmm. too. Like quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And that relationship is crazy. And the fact that she looks exactly like Tarek's ex-wife is yes. insane. Yes. And she's pregnant now, I think. Or Heather? She, yeah, or she just had a kid. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love the show. Haven't seen Selling Orange County. I just came out last week, but maybe I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You said you weren't going to watch that, right? Probably not. But... Which was, again, related to drama. Mm-hmm. And and why aren't you watching, though? I think I don't have time right now. Yeah. Like, and I just really like watching old stuff. Like, you're, I'm so weird like that. Like, you're I'll rewatching right yeah, now. Yeah, I'll rewatch, like, The Office or, like, right now, Blake and I are watching a lot of real Will Ferrell movies. Like, I don't know why. We're just, <laughs> like, fun. we're just, like, watching them. Yeah. We don't have time to, like, just sit on the couch and, like, watch, like, a new show or, like, a movie, like, all in one sitting. So it's easy if we watch something we've already watched before and be able to pause it and come back to it like two days later. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. It's hard if you have to like break something up mm-hmm. and you're watching something mm-hmm. new. Yeah, we have yet to watch the final episode of Stranger Things still because it's two and a half hours and we like literally can't sit on the couch for that long. Because of course, once Holy you start shit. it, you have to finish it. 
But also yeah. another show that bring, gives me anxiety. I don't want to just sit and watch it. Even during the day, like with the sunlight out, like I don't, that's not my choice to like want to sit and watch something for two and a half hours. I've only ever seen like a few episodes of that show, but it is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Just anxiety. And just anxiety. <laughs> so do you think you have a lot of anxiety? It seems like you do. Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I feel like I've never realized that about you. Um, I hide it really well. Yeah, you must. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hence why I still see a therapist. <laughs> what do you think the biggest reason for your anxiety is? I think just life in general. Just like... Like being stressed? Yeah, or yeah. I think just the reality of like this is my first time being 27 years old and this is the first time that I'm in a really serious relationship and the first time I'm really thinking about like my future of like marriage and kids. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like that's stuff that everyone always thinks about, but I push it all together in like one part of my brain and like keep adding more stuff to it. Like right now I'll keep I'll like adding school stuff to it yeah. and there's always something being added to it that I'll just always have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just my thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you said this is your first serious relationship, but you dated someone for like four years. Yeah. But you but didn't think it was serious. No, I knew I wasn't going to marry him. Like we had talked about marriage, but he always like said it wouldn't happen. And he's like, if we get married, you're the one getting down on one knee. And like, oh. I knew we were like, y- yeah. <laughs> and like, I knew we were younger. And so I could not like picture our future at all. Like mm-hmm. I would try to be like, what would it look like me in a wedding dress with him? Like I couldn't see it. Yeah. And so like, that's why I finally broke up with him, like after all other reasons too. But I was like, I don't see a future with you at all. Like, yeah, yeah it was like serious at the time, but I didn't see a future with him. Like it was just like an intense relationship. Like we were kind of adults during it, but I didn't see a future. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So would you say that you're a planner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hence my notes right now. I know. <laughs> why? Like what? What about planning do you like? Um, it helps me with my anxiety. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I've just always grown up being somebody who plans, like, planning, mm-hmm. like, what I'm going to pack, planning food, planning, like, literally everything of my life. Like, that's yeah. just who I've been, and I don't know anything else, like... Blake and I even tried to start planning sex, like because <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, I need, I need to do that. I need to put it on my Sometimes schedule. Sometimes I do think that is necessary, mm-hmm. though. Like I've tried that before mm-hmm. too. It wasn't successful for me, but I yeah. think it can be for some people. Yeah, yeah, it just helps. I mean, it will. It just like I like I said, I always have anxiety, but planning helps a little bit. And like I'm in a career where my whole life is planning. I'm planning for the next day. I'm planning for the next week. I'm planning for the end of the year like I'm always planning and so I can't just take that away from my personality when yeah. I'm like at home or like doing day-to-day stuff like that's do just you think you being such a planner gets in the re- way of your relationship sometimes oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know Blake <laughs> yeah. he is not a planner <laughs> so what do you do to manage that um <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> i mean communication for sure and yeah. like um it's a lot of me nicely telling him what to do and finding out how to say it in a nice way like instead of me telling him like please like go do this like i'll ask him what is your plan for this you know okay. like yeah that's he has smart. yeah like he has chores like he like i said he that's how he yeah, you're a regimented woman. <laughs> yeah so like he has to vacuum on sundays like that's one of his main chores and if it's not happened like m- we're like halfway through the day i'd be like hey what's your plan for vacuuming today 
And that's my way of knowing, like letting him know that I'm thinking about it and you need to think about it, but I'm not telling you to do it. Yeah. You know, like you that. just want to know, mm-hmm. like it's going to be done by the end yes. of the day and that yes. he's thought about yes. it. He needs to do it. Yes. And of course he hadn't thought about it at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's just who he is. But me saying it in that kind of way, we've learned that that helps him more. Like he'll yeah. actually do it. If I say go vacuum, he's not going to do it. I mean, right. the same thing with kids. so me nicely saying when are you going to plan to do this like that will help him and that's just who i am as i'm planning to do chores i'm i plan to make a to-do list and then i will do the to-do list Mm -hmm. like yeah that's just who i am yeah for sure (laughs) you said that you love demi lovato's new album i didn't say i loved it I you said we should it. talk about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't love it. I don't love it. Okay, tell me everything. Um, so I love Demi. Like okay. I am obsessed with her. Like Skyscraper is one of oh, my yeah. favorite songs. Yeah. I love her for her story. I mean, same thing with Britney Spears. Like mm-hmm. they have been through so much. Yeah. And I just love that Demi like this. I like the idea of the album. The fact that it kind of jumps back to what she used to do, like just very pump, like pop rock and like kind of like emo vibes. Like I love that for her, Mm -hmm. but that's just not who I am in that intense way. Like Skyscraper and like that album was like a little kind of dabble into like really like kind of emo stuff. This is super emo, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's not my vibe, but I'm happy for her. Okay. Um, I like a couple of the songs, like 29, obviously. It's so such, such a great song. Fucking good. Yes. I think it's the best song on the yes, album. Yes, yes. Oh, for sure. And that's yeah. why she released it first. Well, third. Well, it wasn't it a single first? Mm. She released it as a single, and then it was part of the album. Her third single. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, it was still a single. <laughs> it was a single. It still came out before yeah. the album. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then um, the song Holy Fuck, which is the same song as the album, which is really good. Uh-huh. And then the first one, Freak, I really like, too. Interesting. I feel yeah. like, and you've listened to the whole album. Mm-hmm. I feel like those songs are like, some of, like, like Freak is more intense, mm-hmm. but you don't like the intensity of the whole album. But I think it's the whole album together. And I feel like if I took time to individually listen to songs, like mm. not try to do the whole album, yeah. but like in the morning, I'll the whole album's this. too much. Yeah. I think that could be it. If I individually yeah. listen to them, it would be good. The last song mm-hmm. and the song happy ending mm-hmm. are a little more like of the unbroken era. I yes. feel like. So yeah. maybe those would be good ones. Yeah. For you. Yeah. I like looked up something about her and she like had mentioned the song that people should have sex to. Oh, Bones. <laughs> It was yes. so good. Yeah, that was from Call Her Daddy. She said yes. that. And Alex asked her what one. what song to have sex to. And I was like, Bones. And then she like got there. <laughs> what was the other one she asked her about? There was um, another one. Well, she said there were like two different ones. Like one is like more sensual sex. And that's like the one to bone to. Yes. And yeah. I can't remember what she said for the sensual one. Maybe if I looked at the album... Some uh, some together or something like that, I um, think. But yeah, bang it out. She said bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, come together. Yeah, yeah. Come together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but the first song, Freak, I I seriously thought this, um, and I even like tested it with Blake, and he did not agree with me. The first song, the guy who um, is in it. I can't remember who's in the song with young her. Blood. Is it that is Young Blood? Okay, mm-hmm. I like I first started the album. That's the first song, and I'm not looking at it. I'm just like driving, and the Young Blood comes on, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Joe Jonas. 
like <laughs> like there do like she had him on like this That's song hilarious. yeah and i was like oh my god like she's just like going back to their life and like this like camp rock all over again and i look I'm, like young blood i'm like who the fuck is this <laughs> like i was actually really disappointed that it wasn't joe jonas that would have been great yeah yeah it would have been nice to see a little jonas brother actually because they're singing again like yes. the jonas brothers so yes. it totally could have happened yes. i feel like it's yeah. a different vibe maybe yes. but yeah yeah um with joe jonas and the stuff that happened with demi when she was in disney channel you know that she was um taken advantage of right yeah she never has said who the person is but it was somebody that she worked with every single day at that time do you think it is joe jonas well no because she said it she clarified on call her daddy that it's not someone who is like a main character she said they were friends with someone who was like a main person okay, okay. or something like that. Like okay. as someone who worked for Disney, they were like one of their really good friends. So okay. it wasn't someone immediately that she okay. was working with, but it was one of their really good friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, still bad. <laughs> still bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone who was around a lot, but she did clarify that it wasn't someone okay. who was like, I think even maybe actually employed by Disney. I don't okay. know for sure. They, okay. I might've been employed, but they okay. weren't like one of the main people. Mm-hmm. What, how do you feel about the song 29? Um, I think it's really emotional mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I really looked into it because when they were dating, they dated for six years, which yeah, is her insane. And Wilmer Valderrama, which is crazy to think about. They dated for six years, a long time, way longer than I've ever dated. Yeah. <laughs> Your longest is like eight months, right? <laughs> yeah. With a lot of breakups in between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like she, she went through her like overdose stuff and everything with him, like dabbled with drugs during it. Definitely. Yeah. Had an overdose after they had broken up, whatever. And he was like by her side. And like, she only said really nice things about him after they broke up. Yeah. So for then for her to, to release this, yeah, it was like, were you lying at all? Like was relationship bad? Like, are you just now? Cause you're 29, you look back at it and you realize it was bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> it was more so that because I think the song isn't like you like this whole thing was so fucked up. Yeah. It's kind of just like now that I'm this age, I see it's like not appropriate, yes. but it wasn't like, I don't think she's demonizing him. Okay. And I think they still are like, clo- they have a relationship it seems. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think she's just like, yeah, that's just like not really okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it is weird because they did date for six years and it's like, who knows? That could have been a really toxic relationship. Yeah. yeah. But it just doesn't. S- in the Call Her Daddy interview and like from the song, I don't get the vibe that she particularly feels that way. Okay. You know? Yeah. I feel like I like listened to it and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I just like wanted to hate him so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard to. As someone who does want to be the young gravy for dills. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I do like an older man. Like I've dated someone when I was 21, which Mm -hmm. is a lot older than 17, Mm -hmm. but I dated someone who was 10 and a half years older than me. Yeah. And 21 still pretty young to be dating someone in their Mm thirties. And now that I'm older and Felicia and I have talked about that, Mm -hmm. like I do think it seems a lot different to like date someone a lot younger than you like the 
the way you are during those ages is just so different. Yeah. And, and of course, being a minor is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's just like... And I don't... They met when she was 17. Yeah. And allegedly they started dating when she was 18. Yes. But, I mean... You know, even that's like kind of weird, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As you're getting closer to 29, would you ever see yourself dating someone 17? No. Yeah. Isn't that just so crazy? Yeah. And I think that's her point. Yeah. Is like, at the t- like, yeah, that's like the lyrics is like, I thought this was my teenage yeah. dream or whatever, but like, was it yours? Yes. Yeah. It's like what was going through his head to think that that was okay. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, I think she was like, yeah, when you're 17, you think it's, like, so fun and mm-hmm. cool to be dating someone who's 29. But mm-hmm. when you're 29, you're like, that's creepy. Yeah. Have you been seeing all the TikTok trends of people, like, doing this song and they're, like, exposing their stories? No. Of them being younger? Yeah. So people oh. are using this song and, like, the little snippet of, like, 17, 29, where she says that in the song. And they're saying their ages of when they were yeah. with somebody who was older and, like, showing pictures of it. And, like, mostly people are saying that they've been in the same situations. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty powerful. Like, it's... That is cool. Yeah, for them to want to talk about it and, like being very open being like this is also happening to me and other people yeah. like let's talk about it like i'm glad i have other people with me too yeah so that's some pretty cool <laughs> yeah, i mean unfortunate but cool that people want to like express it and be vulnerable about it definitely mm-hmm. i know i think that is good mm-hmm. and it, it's probably good for a lot of people to have some of those realizations for themselves mm-hmm. and like the confirmation that like that shit is inappropriate mm-hmm. and that like if you did feel weird about it, there is a reason for that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about her going back to including she, her pronouns? Because she was they, them. Mm-hmm. And she said a while ago, she, her again. And then she also s- has said that going back into press for um this new album. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting because like, I think she went through a really hard time and a lot of like, I don't know, just like coming to terms with like life and who she is as a person after like, I'm pretty sure she did die from her overdose Mm -hmm. and was resuscitated. Mm -hmm. She turned blue. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like the, and she had some like pretty serious like medical issues like Mm -hmm. following that that took her a while to recover Mm -hmm. from. She still has effects. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think she just went through a lot and mm-hmm. she was probably trying to figure things out. I don't know. What do you think about all of it? I think it's great. I don't I don't I don't ever want to put someone down for being fluid like what she has said that she's yeah. a very fluid person. I think changing your mind is um about being, that's who we are we always right. change our mind and we shouldn't be put down for changing our opinions and our thoughts about who we are and i think she said that even when yes. she came out as non-binary of like this is how i'm feeling right yes. now but i don't necessarily know how i'm going to feel in the future yes yeah and so i think it is awesome for her to not feel like she has to hold that back like she just came out and be like i'm going by these again like yeah. she's gonna use they them and she her right. like she's gonna use all of those and I think that's awesome. I think, like what she said, she's very fluid. Same with her music, why she dropped this album. It's a very different vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome for yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, people are always changing a ton. Yeah, yeah. I talked to somebody about it, and I really can't remember who. But someone said, 
can she just decide already? And I'm like, why does that even matter to you? Like, it's not affecting you at all. Yeah. Like, why can't you just be happy for other people? And it's like, just so weird that people think like that. Like they like get so caught up in other people's lives like that. I'm like, just let her be her. Mm -hmm. Like she's going to do whatever she wants. Right. Yeah. So I think it's awesome. I think if she changes them again, I'll be there for her. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'll always support her. So. Yeah. I mean, for me personally too, like uh, to me, pronouns are so like interchangeable. Like in the gay culture, it's like, calling someone she like oh she just did that when you're yeah. talking about like a gay guy mm-hmm. is like totally normal and so i feel like to me i'm like you can call me whatever pronoun it's not gonna bother me mm-hmm. like i identify as a male so mm-hmm. it's like he him but mm-hmm. if you say they about me or if you say she like i don't care like yeah i'm into all of it and mm-hmm. i like think it's fun mm-hmm. and i like think it's I feel like some people could have the opinion that that's like really privileged Mm -hmm. to be able to be like, oh, whatever. You're just like fine with everything. But to me, I'm like, why would that be an issue? You know, like, why can't I just be open to everything, even Mm -hmm. though I may be like masculine presenting or whatever? Like, I'm still a queer man with whatever identity I get to choose. Exactly. And even though I identify as he, him, the fact that I don't mind what pronouns are used it's just like me personally, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, that's because I, not that I don't think pronouns aren't important cause I really think they are, but when it comes to me, I don't think they mm-hmm. are, you know? Yeah. Do you think people should be putting their pronouns out? Like ending every email or, um, like people who are wearing their name tags, like at stores and putting their pronouns under mm-hmm. it. Do you like, what do you, what are your thoughts about that? I think it's good if you want to have it on mm-hmm. there. And I think if you're going to be, bothered by being misidentified Mm -hmm. then it's probably wise Mm -hmm. to just so that you are less annoyed it is kind of annoying that you might need to do that Mm -hmm. or feel the need to do that and i understand that but if at the end of the day it's going to be easier on you like okay sure you might have to go through the trouble of putting it on there and feeling like annoyed that you have to do that but if that makes you have less interactions that are problematic that's probably good for you Mm -hmm. and your health you know and i I think that's like where it comes down for me is like it doesn't really matter like (laughs) talking about you spelling your name wrong like (laughs) i constantly write my name down Mm -hmm. and i'm not the best writer yeah but like people constantly think it's britney and yeah. so, like, I'll get... Like, that's like, a compliment, but... <laughs> or, or, yeah, <laughs> legend. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Um, but, yeah, and, like, I'm never offended about that because I'm just, like, people literally don't know. Like, mm-hmm. my name isn't common. People yeah. don't really think of it. They're just, like, they see the letters and they're, like, oh, it must be Britney. Mm-hmm. And, like, assume I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like... Good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) And the short shorts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. The mesh crop top. (laughs) Yeah. Just call me Brittany. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I think if it's important to you, utilize it, Mm -hmm. of course. But I think, you know, when people were having in like a conversation a few years ago about like going around in a classroom and like stating yours, I think that's an uncomfortable position because what if someone isn't ready to Mm -hmm. like identify to a group of people? Mm -hmm. So what did they say? They're kind of caught in the middle of things. I don't think it, it it's necessarily good to be forced to do it, but I think 
as an option it's great Mm -hmm. yeah there is uh that's something that's going on in bellingham right now is it's very different from linden and right so many students in high school in bellingham are very uh what's the word like they're trying to figure out who they are and so they're Mm -hmm. they are using all the pronouns and they are really expressing themselves and teachers are not knowing kind of what to do and they might not use the right pronoun and kids are just frustrated with it and that's very different than what linden is we're not talking about different pronouns we are using you know she her and and he him and all that and so that's another issue is like like how do we make sure that we can give the space for people to express themselves Mm -hmm. but then also like not hold them back i don't know how to say it but like that's what's going on in bellingham school district is they're being very inclusive but it's like is there a limit at all to where how do you make sure you're addressing your all your students and getting every pronoun correctly (laughs) in a day Mm -hmm. like i don't know like it's it's interesting (laughs) yeah i mean it's definitely like a conversation to be had and like thought about yeah it's like like to me i feel like the best way would be like have it written down submitted to a teacher Mm -hmm. that they can make notes on for themselves yes but then it's like you're still going to be identified by the teacher by the pronouns you tell them yeah so yeah i and i think that's a hard position for someone who's at the age range of high school Mm -hmm. because coming out is a very difficult Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just challenging like what what way are you going to do that and it does put like an odd pressure on the kids of sorts, but not that the pressure isn't there regardless, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've talked to, I think my mom and I were talking about like making sure we're being very inclusive. And like, if you were to run into somebody like at the grocery store, you don't know, and you want to be able to use the right pronouns for them. If you need to ask them a question, mm-hmm. how do you go about that to feel inclusive, but also not assuming their pronouns? Like, I have no idea how to handle that situation. Do you just like assume, but then what if they snap at you? <laughs> like, well, like how, I, I guess to me, I'm like, if you're running into someone in the grocery store, are you using a lot of pronouns? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm not. Cause I'm, I, I'm just like, what are you trying to say? Cause I'm like, where's the lettuce? I'm like, I'm not using any pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I'm not coming up like, Hey Chica. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like, what if you're like, say like I'm like at a teacher conference and I'm like, okay. having a conversation with somebody and I have their, like I got their name and I like enough conversation where like, I want to talk to them later in the day or I want to talk about them to somebody else about what they said. Yeah. How do I make Use sure the name? Okay. I was talking to Paula or whatever. Yes. But and they were saying I I use they then. Okay. And if I, I just, don't know. And you just don't even ask. Like you shouldn't ask then. Because but if you want to show respect, like you want them to let them know that like I am thinking about like your pronouns. But like I don't want them to then think, Oh, do I not look like this kind of way? Is that why they're asking? I think you could <laughs> ask, like, do you have a preference on pronouns? Yeah. And do you think people would find offense to that at all? I think people can. Yeah yeah okay (laughs) i think they can yeah yeah but i that is like part of the thing of like how much do i need to walk on eggshells because i'm i'm already trying to be considerate yes so why are you getting mad at me because i'm just trying not to offend you and yet i'm now offending you. yes and that's yeah which is difficult and i'm not 
you know, maybe that isn't the best answer. Mm-hmm. I'm open to hearing what other people would have to say. Mm-hmm. That would probably be my best approach. But my my opinion is is that if you're a secure person, you're going to be able to handle a question like yes. that. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm a very secure person. That's why I I'm very open to whatever pronouns mm-hmm. you want to use. Yes, and it is hard because. Being a queer person, it is difficult at times to feel secure. Mm-hmm. And so you may be more offended by something, especially depending on where you're at on that journey. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, if someone is just asking and clearly trying to be, you know, respectful, then at you know, in some ways, you have to realize that that's on you. <laughs> the name of the show, you know, like it's on me mm-hmm. to be aware of how I'm feeling about someone approaching me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Some deep conversations. I, it really is. <laughs> Did you see anything about this Britney video? Speaking of the deep conversations. <laughs> Yeah, her 22-minute video on Twitter. 22-minute yes. video. Did you listen to any of it? Or? I did, yeah. And um, I feel for her even more. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you could really hear in her voice how just depressed she was. Like, it's very, like, she obviously has talked about it, how, like, she was put into bad situations when she was growing up, like, with her dad and the whole the whole thing about her being in the conservatorship. Right. But for her to spend 22 minutes and talk about it right there like it was so intimate like i felt like i was on a phone call with her like my heart broke every time she kept saying stuff and did you listen to the whole thing i did wow yeah Yeah. i was i took a shower and i was like i'll I'll just play it (laughs) this is shower music just britney pouring her heart out yes yeah yeah it yeah i i feel for her a lot and it Mm -hmm. sucks and i wish i knew more about her whole situation like i feel like i know like just below surface level with her but not a lot to kind of like year level but like she deleted instagram and like her mom fired back after she did this voice memo stuff and like i don't know well she didn't do well is she she still off instagram right yeah she's off her instagram yeah yeah (laughs) off her instagram but she how did she post this on instagram on twitter oh on twitter yes yeah and complicated these days yes and she's like still posting like she did a video on twitter for like in her yellow dress like her typical britney twirls and i'm like this is instagram stuff like why did you delete it and like was it because of the stuff that you said on twitter like i don't know when she deleted instagram really recently right before the new song came out Oh, okay. Hold me closer. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to so know why good. she did that. Like, was it because of what's going on and why she wanted to do the the video message thing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, she, she has deleted Instagram, like, over the past few years, like, a number of times. Mm-hmm. Like, she's taken breaks and stuff. So I kind of just figured that's, like, what it was. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, her whole life is so involved with other people mm-hmm. and what they have to say and mm-hmm. like all this stuff and maybe she just was like releasing a song and wanted to avoid some of it yeah wanted to be happy with what she was doing i don't know yeah but then to release this video at the same time after you delete instagram yeah. is kind of interesting yeah she right at the end of the video she kind of like signs off being like and i like kind of like comes to terms at the end of it of like what's going on and she's like but i'm like working with this 
the amazing man, which is Elton John, who she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm working with him. So like the way she said it made it sound like she had recorded this before the song got released. Um, but I don't know. She's definitely. Someone well, I feel like she said that she just like had her song come out, but maybe not. It did seem like a little like she was reading off of something. Yes. And there was a lot of pauses. You could hear when like, it, it ended totally and edited, then restarted yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to know like when she did it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad she really. I don't feel like I learned a lot from like my perspective because I do know a lot about the situation. But she I do think it is important because she kind of called out everything that has been like rumored and kind of like gathered together Mm -hmm. about the situation, but not confirmed by her personally. Okay. so for her to walk through everything and say that's really what was happening um, was, you know, I feel like really good confirmation mm-hmm. for everyone who was like, you know, a part of like the free Britney movement yes. and really like involved in this for a long time yeah. and, you know, raising a lot of awareness mm-hmm. about her situation. And then for her to kind of, you know, affirm that all the stuff that they kind of were gathering was mm-hmm. like actually the situation that it was mm-hmm. is cool. And yeah. I'm the situation is just so terrible and shitty yeah 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 and the fact that like the entire time she's in this conservatorship where everyone is saying that she's sick and can't do anything and yet she records four albums and performs a residency for four and a half years in vegas like and her sister's doing zoe 101 during this time right i think i don't know i about the i think it was before okay zoe 101 was before that okay yeah there's just so much in that family. I mean, her and Demi, they supported their families with their, with their like checks, with their money. And yeah, it's, which it is sucks a lot everyone, of pressure. Yeah, everyone else took advantage of it, but them. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And to have like no ability or like control mm-hmm. about your situation is mm-hmm. terrible. Um. So your thoughts on her new song? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> love. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when it first came out, I was like a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. Like I liked it, but I was just like, this seems like so overproduced. Like there's a lot of yeah. sound on top of the vocals, mm-hmm. which I'm like a vo- more like vocally inclined person. So I would have preferred to like hear a little more vocals from like Britney. But I love it. No, mm-hmm. I after the first round, I, I took like. You know, I was super busy this weekend, so it was a little break. And then I got back and I was like, oh, I'm so obsessed. I mm-hmm. like I've listened to it a ton. I think mm-hmm. it's really good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be a number one hit, which is really exciting. Yeah, I heard that it was trending more than the VMAs were yesterday or whenever the VMAs were. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Uh, the chart comes out tomorrow, I think. Okay. I think it comes out on Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah. People were asking um, on the red carpet, other artists what song would you collab with with Britney? <laughs> and so I wanted yeah. to ask you, like, if you just had an opportunity to collab with Britney and do, like, a remix with one of her songs, what song would you pick? Or would you okay. try to make a whole new song with her? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, ideally, I would love to do something original, I feel yes. like, just because that it's would be fun. so fun and mm-hmm. incredible, and her music, all of it is so good. But if I was to collab, my favorite song of hers is Overprotected, which is mm-hmm. super interesting because it's, like, also, like, what her life is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then also work, bitch. Yes. Of course. Like, <laughs> that vi- talk about a music video. Yes. That is an iconic <laughs> music video. It's so good. Yeah. It, her dancing is so good. That's what I love in pop stars the most is like the dancing because yeah. I love dancing and I just mm-hmm. like find it. I don't know. Like it's mm-hmm. so visually mm-hmm. like stunning and yes. like engaging to me. Like. Mm-hmm. I I love choreography mm-hmm. and hers is top notch. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see you in the Oops I Did It Again music video <laughs> in like the skirt or the red leather in Toxic when she. Oh no, that's isn't the that red to- leather is um like the red what jumpsuit is um oops. is it oops oh and yeah and the the skirt is baby one more time oh my gosh yeah <laughs> toxic is a little like airline yes yes outfit. yeah okay yes i mean anything anything <laughs> i'll just see you in it <laughs> yes. uh-huh. i wanted to do a britney spears party and like everyone so dresses up like her and like an well, era let's do it yeah we should do it for your birthday next year or just for blake's <laughs> like two weeks <laughs> next week it's a little soon <laughs> sorry blake but <laughs> Oh my god. Um VMA question again. Did you see Bad Bunny um and one of his backup dancers? Did you see that at all? VMA's? Yeah, he kissed a guy. Yeah, and they yeah. redid the Madonna Britney kiss. Like that was what he did. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like <laughs> I mean it's no Madonna and Britney Spears. No. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. And like Bad Bunny is like a, just a really cool artist in general and he um has other videos like he's kissed guys in some of his music, mm-hmm. music videos before and um like his he has like some gender fluid like fashion and stuff which like also Lil Nas X wore a dress on the red carpet mm-hmm. and someone else I feel like wore a dress that is a guy but I can't remember who that was mm. Yeah, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow won an award for their song. Yeah, which honestly isn't my favorite song. Really? Yeah. I really like it. I really like it. I like the music video a lot. Huh? I like the music video a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't, (laughs) it's not my favorite, but I like the rest of that album by Lil Nas X. I Mm -hmm. really like a lot. Are you a fan of his? Yeah. I like him a lot Mm -hmm. and his music's really good. He has a song with Miley Cyrus on that album. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. I love his music videos. They're so like just wild. Yeah. Just (laughs) the pole, the stripper pole. The Montero video (laughs) is next level for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, and Jack Harlow and Fergie performed together, which is so fun. Yes. He brought her out. That's iconic. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, a Fergalicious, <laughs> the best song of middle school. <laughs> Have I showed you that I made a dance to her song and it's on YouTube? No. <laughs> From like middle school? Um, I was in high school. Okay. I was a freshman or sophomore year. So yeah, I still had my first kiss yet. So that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend Maddie, who got married this summer, and yeah. my little sister Jill, we did a dance. Um, It's glamorous. And I think it is glamorous. And it's on YouTube, like straight up a living room dance and my mom recorded us dancing how many views i think like 34 and i am all of them because i will <laughs> you show them to people <laughs> show it to everyone you, and like i could pull it up right now like oh you could oh, wait hold on. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Oh, it's clumsy. It's the song clumsy. So it's like clumsy living room dance, or you could look up my mom's um, YouTube. <laughs> it's on your mom. <laughs> yeah, it's Chrysler Chris. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh wait, that was supposed to be on YouTube. Okay, clumsy living room dance. I just. You'll see us wearing blue shirts. I'm so curious. Oh god. <laughs> 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 this is hilarious. Wow, you look really young. Yeah. 220 views. Okay, by the okay, way. good. Okay. By the way, I am a high percentage of thought. those. <laughs> Holy shit. This dance isn't bad, I gotta say. No. Oh, Ferndale represents. Yes, yeah. That's so ASB right there. Those are those shirts. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. Maddie Jackie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you see how little is Jill iconic. is? She looks so young. How much younger? She's only two. She's three years. Three years younger than yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a year younger than Bridget. Yeah. She's tiny. She's really tiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, I can see why you weren't kissed mm-hmm. until senior year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's okay. <laughs> no, this is so funny. This really isn't bad, though. This is fully choreographed. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fully choreographed. Yeah, I planned it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I love that, you know, all those videos on TikTok that are like, me when I'm 13 and then it's like the, <laughs> yes. a girl from TikTok like full glam yes. makeup like crop top mm-hmm. so funny yes yeah this is me <laughs> this, this is you at yeah. age 13 or yeah, whatever the bubble gump like shirts or whatever <laughs> oh my god it's yeah. so funny yeah so love Fergie too <laughs> her singing the national anthem is one of my most <laughs> beloved things of history of mm-hmm. all time. That's American culture mm-hmm. at its finest, yeah. in my oh, yeah. opinion. For sure. Oh, Siri came into the <laughs> chat. <laughs> Come on in. Okay, so you also have been on like a fitness journey of sorts. Mm, yeah. Lately. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, like, I do work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, after I hit my freshman 15, <laughs> I got into running a lot okay. at the Western gym and I would literally run in the morning at the gym. And then at night I would run down to Hagen's like okay. down the hill and I would FaceTime my roommate and make sure that like I made it safely. And I ran a lot and I really got into it, but I like, I lost the 15 pounds freshman 15, which was awesome. But I kept thinking that that was, like, the way of working out was just, like, cardio, like, running, like, biking all the time. Like, that was it. And I was not seeing much improvement. And I was, like, I'm, like, at a good weight, but, like, I'm not seeing more than this, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then I met Blake, who has always been into, like, weightlifting. And he started seeing a trainer and he suggested, you know, like girls can weight train too. And I was like, no, I don't want to get muscles. Like I don't want to get big. Like that's not what I want. He's Mm -hmm. like, it's not about that. Like there's other things to learn about weight training. Like you, it helps you overall with your body and like confidence. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I was doing ride culture, which is like our bike thing in Bellingham spin class. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
Sophia, who was one of the trainers there that I really liked, does personal training. And I reached out to her and I was like, do you have space for another person to do like weightlifting? And she said yes and started working out with her. And I realized that this is the way to work out. Like literally weight, mm-hmm. weight training is the way to work out. Yeah. You can obviously add cardio to it, but that should not be your main source of working out. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm weightlifting and I am getting muscles like in my biceps, in my legs, in my butt, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> my ass is getting bigger. I will be Kim K eventually. <laughs> yes, eventually. Yes. We can't wait. Yes. But overall, like my energy is up, like it evens out everything. And I wish yeah. that was something that I had learned prior to like college like we had we had rate training classes in high school but it was for athletes like that Mm -hmm. was the the main thing and I didn't get it like I was softball player I was a cheerleader so I was put in those classes because I was an athlete but I didn't see the outcome of it I was like why the frick are we doing this yeah and I'm sure I mean from when I was doing yes we were mainly fucking around yeah exactly like you're actually training yes like fucking around a gym for an hour yeah yes I have to give the PE credit my friends here like I can't just sit and just like do leg curls the whole time (laughs) I have to do shit but I didn't realize how good it was for you until like recently and so I love it. I I have bad days. I hate working out <laughs> in general, <laughs> but um, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm the same way, though, because I kind of did a similar thing. Like mm-hmm. growing up, I ran a lot and mm-hmm. did like a lot more cardio. Mm-hmm. And then I did a lot of yoga mm-hmm. when I lived in San Diego, which was also good, like more toning. Mm-hmm. But like I felt like I was kind of like having like some different pains and mm-hmm. just like posture and like different shit Mm -hmm. and that like from being muscularly imbalanced Mm -hmm. and i was like that was my biggest motivation i was like i just don't i I want like less pain in my body and i Mm -hmm. just want more balance and so i started weightlifting too yeah and i completely agree it's a hundred percent the way to go Mm -hmm. like i feel so much better Mm -hmm. i feel way more confident too like i think that was a huge thing for me with weightlifting like i just wasn't as confident as i am as a person Mm -hmm. like working out and like, I'm athletic mm-hmm. to a degree, mm-hmm. but I was never, like, in the gym. And yeah. I was like, that's not me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, I just, like, had no confidence about how to go about mm-hmm. any of it. And I still I d- don't have, like, the most, but I am a lot more comfortable. Oh, yeah. 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 Thinking about walking into a gym and, like, jumping on a treadmill or doing the elliptical thing, so much anxiety. Like, I hated it. I was like, everyone's going to watch me do this. Mm -hmm. But when I walk into the gym and I'm going to lift weights, I know what I'm doing and the confidence level is there. It's insane when you know what you're doing and feeling comfortable in your own body to do it, how much that impacts your working out game. Like, in just life in general. Just, like, I totally agree with the confidence. And I do, like, have a trainer. And so... Majority of the time that I'm at the gym, I am with somebody else. But when I go by myself, I can do it. Like, I don't feel weird walking into the gym. And yeah. that's happened with weight training. That's with w- lifting the weights and knowing what I'm doing in that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Life changing, really. Yeah. You exactly. think so? Yeah. For real. Yeah. And yeah. I really only did it because Blake told me to do it. <laughs> I know. And you didn't do it for a long time. No, I was like, you're very resistant. I am. And I hate him telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
but like yeah that was the thing with Blake it's not about him being like oh you need to go to the gym yes. he's like this is just like would be so good yes. for you yeah and he knew it I mean he's yeah. totally like been into nutrition and been into fitness like that is his thing totally. and so he knew I needed it like for my mental health for Especially everything the Dr. Pepper years yes exactly <laughs> yes and like my confidence was so low when I met him because I came out of a relationship that was terrible mm-hmm. and so I mean he and originally started saying that right away that we need to go to the gym we need to like lift weights and i associated that like negatively i'm like he doesn't like my body like why would he Mm. recommend this to me and then when he started seeing a trainer and he would come home and talk about what he's feeling and how he's becoming more confident in the gym i'm like oh shit okay i need to do this too like you have overcame so much in like this one month of going to the gym what can i what can i do for me like i'm gonna do it yeah yeah amazing yeah <laughs> it's expensive but <laughs> it is expensive especially working with a trainer yes that's for damn sure yes yeah <laughs> i'm not doing that mm-hmm. but i i've thought about it and like our cousin like nicole is training now mm-hmm. at training ground yeah she's all about the butt workout she fully is and yeah. her butt looks great she does <laughs> and her classes look really fun they look hard yes. and fun yes yeah. they're wednesday evenings when i go to the gym with sophia and so i see oh, them okay. work out <laughs> yeah you yeah. should go to one of her classes sometime. i should yeah they like literally bought all new equipment for building your butt for her yeah. it's insane like the their whole center section of the gym is for making your butt bigger <laughs> i love it <laughs> and that's just where nicole hangs out <laughs> that is nicole's area <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god um speaking of kim the kim and pete of it all yeah what are your thoughts about it in general i mean pete is so interesting okay. like he <laughs> people think are he's, you attracted to him yes <laughs> wow so quick yeah i was gonna say people do not find him attractive at all yeah that's me i (laughs) i love the sick look to him no like the illness that he has like i like my type is like tall i hate saying the word skinny but you can have a type yeah skin like i don't like using the word skin be skinny but like fit like smaller guys like, I don't like a dad bod. Because you want to dominate that? them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so, like, Pete fits right into that. Yeah, it just he's sick. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And just he's funny. Like, I love okay. a funny side in people. And the fact that he's been able to pull these women. Like, it's Ariana impressive. Grande. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. And then he pulls Kim like out of nowhere i'm like what the fuck is going on Truly. even more attractive i don't like all of his tattoos but okay. everything else about him i love and so when they got together it was super weird at the beginning i was like kim literally has no tattoos she's got a fat ass she has kids it's not weird. funny i don't think she's funny at all um they get together i not hate it <laughs> i hate them together at, be- at the beginning and then i'm like oh my god this is more than just like a fling like mm-hmm. this is the real deal and i loved it I loved them so, so much. So you did. You, yes. You came around on them. Oh, I came around for sure. Yeah. Just like the little videos I'd see online of like their interactions and just how much fun she was having with him. I was yeah. like, she needed this. I like, thought she did have fun oh, with him. Yes. Too, yeah. Sure. I mean, she, I don't know what their relationship was, her and, and Kanye's, mm-hmm. but it was very adult. I mean, they raised kids together. They're in the public eye. They did a whole show together and then the relationship ended. And for her to then go with Pete, like she needed that for sure. And just like a total change of pace. 
Um, I think it was great for them. What do you think? What's he going to do about the branding? I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Because I'm like, sure, I, you can cover up tattoos. And he tattooed the initials of her kids on him, which is stupid. Weird. <laughs> yeah. That was a little extreme. Yeah. Well, and then branding, also a little extreme, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, you can't really cover that. Up. What do you do? Brand over it? No. Like yeah. a square? Well, like, so when he got Ariana, he got her like bunny ears. And then he just covered up with a heart, which is easy. Yeah. But then he got like, my girl's a lawyer. Like literally right here. What yeah. do you cover that up with? I mean, he has the stupidest tattoos. He can find like SpongeBob to cover that up. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But there's so many of them. And of course, he gets somebody else. He's going to start dating Julia Fox here pretty soon. I like he's really gonna put that so. on here. It's gonna be like I'm Muse Muse or whatever. Like it's gonna be on his body. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. Like I don't like it will get to the point where he's like just not gonna cover it up anymore. He's like this is part of me. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what he's gonna. So do. what do you think about that? What if Blake had like Chloe tattooed on him or something? I mean, he doesn't have as many tattoos, so that would stand out a lot more. Yeah, that's true. Um, how would you feel about it though? You'd have to cover it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, yeah. Us being this far in a relationship, like if I let it slide for a while because I don't want to be that kind of girl. Sure. But four years in, that should have been covered up for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I would say the same thing. Yeah. Like I don't need a reminder. No. Of yeah. your dumbass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, you shouldn't get a tattoo of your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Like. You should never do that. Like anything resembling. Of the name or a symbol? Like uh, anything. I don't think anything. I mean, like nothing certain. <laughs> what if you've been married for 10 years? I think you can get something for your kids if you have kids or if you share a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you share a dog. <laughs> I don't know, but I I don't know. I mean, there's people who've been married for 30 years and they get a divorce, you know? Yeah, no, they definitely yeah, do. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> it's a type that person on the was person. still your husband or wife or yes. whatever for 30 years though. yes yeah but i mean so you have the tattoos and you get with somebody else they're gonna make you cover it up like so, so would do you then ever get a tattoo that says blake or like some kind of symbol i don't think i'd get his name i'd i'd get something that associated with us like okay. something for aspen like our dog i could mm-hmm. do that if we had a child i'd do something for our kid and of course the kid would then rem- resemble right. a little bit of Blake. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever do anything for Blake. <laughs> Are you scared of pregnancy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes on with my own like issues that I deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the sex stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think about the whole thing about it. Um I and think being I, an anxious person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be super attractive pregnant. Like oh, I yeah, thought about hottie. like, yeah, I thought about, it would be so fun to be a surrogate. Like, even, <laughs> even though I've never been pregnant. Yeah. Um, Do you think you would have more sex if you were pregnant? I don't know. Because if you think you would be so hot, like yeah. you think you'd feel yourself? Yeah. I don't know. I recently got off birth control. To, Whoa. Yes. That's the, that's the bomb. Yes. And sometimes birth control can affect your hormones and your sex drive. Yeah. And so... I am off of it now and like I'm how long I got it out last Thursday (laughs) oh that's super (laughs) yes yeah so I'm kind of thinking that like maybe it will help bring my sex drive back up because I have been on birth control since I was in high school yeah I took a month off between the pills and when I got the IUD in but that was a month there wasn't a lot of time for my body to reset yeah so I'm off and I'm not trying to get pregnant I just needed a reset 
And yeah, so, so maybe what are you gonna do the pull out? Yeah, we'll wrap it up. You're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's responsible. He's not very happy about it, but I was like, if you want to have sex, <laughs> I feel like I have had like a decent amount of friends that when they've gotten to like this age, between 27 and 30, a yeah. lot of them have gotten off of birth control, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of, and a lot of them have mm-hmm. been in like serious relationships when they do that, and it is kind of just like, well, this is what it is yeah. now, like. You have to wear a condom. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he understands. Like, he's yeah. like, I totally get why you want to do this. Like, I was having really bad pain, like, really bad cramps. Mm-hmm. Like, overall was the worst thing, like, the past two months. And so he's very supportive in my decision to do it. It just sucks now that yeah. we have to wrap it. Like, it changes sex. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It totally does. Yeah. But, I mean, worth it. Yes. Especially for you. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yes. But yeah yeah we'll see so you got an <laughs> iud taken out mm-hmm. yeah wow. how was that terrible yeah, yeah. Getting, worse than getting it in getting it in was way worse okay yes yeah way way worse um taking it out was fine like it was five seconds of the pulling out part gotcha. and i like like flinched a lot and she showed me it and i was <laughs> like bitch put it away yeah. i didn't need all <laughs> <Yeah>. that yeah <laughs> and then i was fine like i was actually able to drive home and like i did okay. stuff later that night when i got it in like i was going to pass out like i almost passed out while i was in the bed after they put it in oh my god yeah i was cramping so bad like i was hunched over driving back to my house i called blake and i was like i'm going to be pulled over on the side of the road you need to come get me like I am in so much pain. I don't know how I made it home. Jesus. And the whole night I was just in bed. <sighs> yeah. So you had an IUD for about two years. From May 5th of okay. last year. So a little Oh, over so just over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's supposed to be four or five years. Right. But um, I, the first year was fine. And then this past summer was hell. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if that has to do with maybe something too hormonally changes Mm -hmm. in in women when they are in this age because i feel like a lot of my friends have gotten off around this Mm -hmm. age and i don't know if that's just because they've been in more significant relationships Mm -hmm. or the hormones change Mm -hmm. or what what do you do you have any i blame it i blame it on my own issues that i have down there um I thought that it had been shifted weird, so I blamed it on that. But when mm. the lady looked in it, it hadn't been shifted weird. I even went with a smaller size. I went the Kylina, which is the smallest size you can get for an IUD. Okay. Um, I think it's just my own muscles that I that are having issues down there. <laughs> and I'll do you think this is going to help your sex life too? Because it's one thing that you're less worried about in a way maybe yeah yeah Yeah, i tell myself that it will help (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's only been like four days or whatever and like never gone the whole weekend so no we have not had sex since it got taken out (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know yeah i'm hoping that it does help us for sure yeah because it definitely is a huge issue in our relationship yeah i mean it's the only issue in relationship it's just a big issue I don't know how to phrase it. Like <laughs> we're in a really good relationship. It's just this main thing sucks. <laughs> you, and you think sex is your biggest issue? Oh, for sure. Yeah. In your relationship. Yes. Yeah. Because I am not a physical person. That's my last love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And Blake is a very touchy feely lovey dovey person. And that is his first love language is physical touch. And that is why sex was so hard for us because I don't ever want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's his favorite thing to do. I think that is interesting that you have been in, like, a long relationship with, like, the opposite 
love languages. Mm-hmm. So like how do you like best navigate that? Um day to day conversation and like planning sex sometimes. Like yeah. we we don't have it as m- like as regularly as he would have liked like we kind of do it like once a week Mm -hmm. um which is pushing it for me um and so it's a lot of balance like if i'm feeling very into it we go into it like we play into that so aggressively like i'm just like i'm kind of feeling it tonight like we go on that we act on it right away gotcha um if i don't want to do it there's that conversation which sucks for him but we have to take a step back and be like i'm so sorry i can't do this tonight and like he has to understand that and so that's the biggest thing of being like verbalizing where we're at right away even though it might be uncomfortable you might upset somebody we have to talk about it and we have to go with that plan yeah you know if that makes sense like he's he has to deal with a lot more than i have to deal with because he said no to more um yeah and it really is just day-to-day stuff like but I'm sure that's hard on you, too, to feel like you're not fulfilling him. Yes. Like how I'm sure that's gotten easier over yes. time. But like, yeah. how did you kind of like adjust to that? Um, Therapy <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And like, ha- like, reassure- like we've had a lot of conversations of being like, are you sure you want to be in this relationship because of my situation? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to speak on his past relationships, but his past relationship was very similar in mind that like she withheld sex and he didn't get that in that relationship. So then he gets into my relationship and he again is not having as much sex as he would like to when he knows he needs that. And so I had to check in with him being like, you're now in another position where you're not getting a lot of sex. Do you want to get out of this relationship? You know? And he had to reassure me being like, I love you so much. And there's so many other great things about you that I will sacrifice this for you. And that's the same thing for me is that like, I love you so much. I care about you so much. There's so many great things about you, but you want sex so much. It like is really hard for me, but I'm going to sacrifice that to be with you. And so there is a lot of sacrifice, but our biggest thing is just communication and figuring Mm. out (laughs) how we flow together in the bedroom. (laughs) Like it's still a learning process. Like still is. Like every single day we're learning about like, like if you take me off in one way, it's going to, it's going to hurt you later this (laughs) way in the bedroom, you know, like every single day we're learning more about each other in the bedroom and in day to day. Yeah. I know when I've been in a relationship in the past where there were sexual issues with my ex-boyfriend and him kind of being more in like your position Mm -hmm. and he wasn't the nicest but he also just kind of like thought it was like very insignificant do you ever feel like that's been hard for you and Blake of you just being like well this isn't important to me yes yeah and And like well like I feel like with him he was just kind of like thought that it was superficial that Mm -hmm. I that was such a big deal for me yes over the relationship that the sexual part of it was such a big deal yeah um I need to pause this real quick (laughs) (laughs) that's okay yeah (laughs) I I don't get mad at him for what he desires at all. I get mad at myself. Like I think of sex, like I don't understand why we do it. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly that's it. Like I'm like, why do we have to do this? I wish sex wasn't a thing. Okay. I wish our relationship was like not abstinence, but like I just wish sex was not a thing in general. 
you know, (laughs) because of the stress that I go through, Mm -hmm. you know, like I don't get mad at him that he wants it all the time. Like that makes me actually feel good that he wants to have sex with me all the time. Like he loves me that much and I don't get mad at him for it. I get mad at myself that I don't want it more. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like that's the issue that I have to deal with. Do you see yourself as like a sexual person? I don't know. Like (laughs) I talk about sex all the time and I'm very comfortable with it, but during it, I don't like it. And like, yeah, it, I get really awkward and I feel really uncomfortable and that's nothing that he's doing at all. Mm-hmm. It's just me and my own brain. And that's what I have to work through in therapy. And that's like what we call a like gas and breaks of like, if my stress level is really high, I have a break on right now for sex Whatever you're going to say and do, even if I might break on and you're pressing on the gas, I'm not going to go anywhere. So how can I take off my break of my stress level to be able to press the gas with you? Okay. If that makes sense. That's a great analogy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my therapist and I talk about is that like I could be so stressed from the day and I have my break on, but I could do his acts of service. He could say the nicest things to me. I love him so much. Like all of that could be there and we're pressing on the gas. We're not going to do it because I am so stressed right here. (laughs) Yeah. So how can I take this away so that we can press on the gas and, and do this? Yeah. And do you ever (laughs) masturbate? Not a lot. No. And that's, you do. I not like recently. Okay. Um, that was the thing that I like first talked to my therapist about. Cause I like, I'm super self, like conscious like I didn't have a lot of confidence when I first started talking to her and I would talk about our sex in the bedroom and what it was like and she like asked me she's like you don't masturbate like she's like I know you don't and I was like why (laughs) she's like because you're so awkward you don't want to talk about it that you're not going to let yourself be with Blake if you can't even let yourself be with yourself Mm -hmm. you know like how are you going to know how you function and what you like yeah and then be able to give it to Blake if you don't even know about yourself you know, so she did, she made me masturbate. Like that was my homework that I had to do it and find out what I liked. When you're masturbating, are you um, watching porn? No. Okay. I bring in like the five senses is what she says. And so like okay. I have like you candles. coffee beans? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just have like a really good candle going. Okay. I have, I literally get chocolate for like my taste. Okay. Um, I. Wow, this is horny. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. It's like I'm obsessed yeah. with this. Yeah. I I'm ready to start. Yes. It was like, I mean, <laughs> masturbation is such a weird thing to talk about because it is like literally like being so vulnerable with yourself. You know, like how are you gonna I feel guess. so comfortable with yourself to let yourself be loose? And like, I mean, as a guy, <laughs> I mean, not every guy is this way, but like I've been beating it since I was like <laughs> eleven or whatever. Yes. Like. <laughs> Well, and that's also different between boys and girls is like masturbating was a thing in movies like they would like it's so normal to do for men and like for girls to masturbate. It was like frowned upon. Like, well, have you seen not another teen movie? No, (laughs) there's like the whole beginning scene. It's like it's this parody movie where they just do like tropes of like all the high school movies. And in the beginning of it, you have to watch it. You'll fucking love it. Okay, She's using a vibrator and her dad walks in. And she's like freaking out, like it's put, like takes out the vibrator. Mm-hmm. It's like just under the covers. And then um, like there's more family coming in. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. So they bring in this cake, all this <gasps> stuff. I, maybe she doesn't take the vibrator out. Anyway, something happens. But she's naked the, bottom half. No, no it's, okay. it's covered. So you okay. don't see it. Okay. 
something happens where the vibrator like pops out and flies and lands in the cake and is like waving no. around and then like the screen comes up and it says not another teen movie like that's the intro to oh the movie oh my gosh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it also could go along with me you not know, having my first kiss till I was a senior in high school like I didn't think about sex I didn't think about masturbating I didn't think about anything like mm-hmm. that until I was in college and so it took a long time for me to be comfortable to talk about it and be okay with letting myself do that to myself, like masturbating. Yeah. And so I don't do it as I do not do it. I guess I should, I don't really do it at all. Like I have a partner and like, I don't ever want to do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I, I don't choose to go masturbate. If like, you were going to be sexual, you would have sex would, with Blake. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I only did, I only masturbated because it was my homework for my therapist. Okay. <laughs> but did eating the chocolate make you horny? <laughs> um, Not initially. No, okay. not initially. Like once I put all of the senses together yeah. and I really had to get into the mindset, like it helped. Yeah, for sure. I like, thankfully I don't look at chocolate like that, that kind of way. <laughs> Cause that would be really uncomfortable for everybody to eat a s'more or something. Yeah. Well, I think that like goes back to it though, of like you have these blocks that you have to get over. And I can oh, understand yeah. how engaging the senses mm-hmm. would help you get over these blocks, make you more comfortable. Yes able to get into the zone yes yeah and a lot of it is still self-confidence like Mm. recently i've been walking around the house naked (laughs) (laughs) because i hate looking at myself like i really do and so if i keep walking around naked (laughs) and i just catch myself in mirrors like i'll get more comfortable with my body and like there's a reason that blake likes me there's a reason that he wants to have sex with me and so i'm like why can't i see that too yeah and so i mean it's taken a lot of time but i'm getting to the point now that i like actually like my body and i actually like who i am do you think that the fitness has helped that too oh for sure yeah 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 and i think just like getting older too (laughs) like and just being more exposed and talking about sex more like i have talked about sex in the past three years so much that i'm getting more comfortable with it too yeah like i mean i didn't talk about it all until until I started dating Blake. Like I didn't talk about it to anybody. Yeah. I thought, why do you think that was, I I think it's just, nobody talked about it. Like when I was going through my issues, I didn't tell anybody. I was like, this is only me. I am broken. Mm -hmm. Like this is terrible. And then I saw my next therapist and I told one of my friends about it. And my friends was like, I'm going through the exact same thing. And I was like, no shit. Like there's somebody else out there that that yeah. is doing the same thing. Did you thing. like not even believe her? At I first? didn't believe her. And we would talk about what was going on and like how the pain felt like during sex. And it was the exact same thing. And that was amazing to hear. And then I finally felt comfortable to talk to my close friends about it. Mm-hmm. And we all realized that we all have our own issues going on. Yeah. Whether it was masturbating, whether it was with a partner, like we all have our own issues. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't we talking about this more then? Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to have problems in the in the bedroom it's okay to even just talk about sex in general it's it's okay to talk about what we like what we don't like like why aren't we talking about this for sure so uh, talking about it more has made it better as well in my relationship yeah because that's okay to talk about now like i was so uncomfortable to even bring it up to even (laughs) talk about like like holding hands and kissing like i was like no like we can't even do that in public (laughs) like now to be 
almost four years into a relationship and I can talk about it to you on this podcast is right. insane. And that helps me and my confidence for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, why do you think that women don't talk about sex? I think it's just like the way we grew up, the way with our parents. I mean, we grew up in the time of social media. And so like, n- Nobody like nobody did talk about it. Like I think when we watch movies, women are just so sexualized. They're just kind of like a toy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was never like what the woman needed or what they wanted. Um, and I think that's the reason why I didn't do it and why nobody does it is because it wasn't. We never thought about the women's and their needs. It was always the guys. Yeah. Um. Well, and it's usually like, especially in the time we grew up. Yes. Like, sexuality in women is like demonized yes. and like you're a slut yes. and like you shouldn't be a sexual yeah. person because that makes you a bad yes. like unwanted person yeah. for a good yeah. man quote unquote. and we're still kind of going through that which yeah. is unfortunate but yeah i think that's it is like trying to not put it in that way you know like girls that have sex a lot are not sluts they're experienced they're self-confident they're mm-hmm. There's so many things that are not slut. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the talk about uh, gaining back the word cunt or whatever, like yeah. reowning that word or sure. something goes along with that. Like being an- enough to talk about that in a conversation. What do you think about the word cunt? I, I think if someone uses it in a bad way, it's terrible. Like, I don't want to say the word, but if we, go- <laughs> if we gained it back as that, as our word in like a good way, I would totally use it. Interesting. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I think it's a fun word. Yeah. I think, I mean, it took me a long time to just be able to say bitch. Like, you bitch. Like, yeah. that was so weird for me to say. And I oh, think that's eventually. Like half my vocabulary. Yeah. Well, it is now for me. <laughs> but like, I think cunt will eventually come back, hopefully. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it is used, I think, in like queer culture a lot yes, more, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I have been like a self-proclaimed slut for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I think it's so fun, mm-hmm. and like I just like the word, and like to me, it's like, it's kind of like the whole thing of just like not caring, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because to me, I want to say like it's empowering because mm-hmm. that's not really like my vibe. Yeah. But I feel like it's just like to me, it's not a big deal. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the pronouns. Like to me. You can call me a slut because I call myself a slut and like I like that I'm a slut. Mm -hmm. So like it doesn't really matter if Mm -hmm. you call me a slut. That's never going to be offensive even if you say it in a derogatory way to me because I'm like I literally am. Yeah. Like that's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. You're like re-owning the word. Huh? You're re-owning that word. Yeah. Like slut and like you. Yeah. Yeah. You just own it. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with it. No. You know. No. Yeah. It's just like it is a descriptive word and like I said even if someone's saying it in like an offensive way to me and mm-hmm. just like i already call myself that yeah babe. Like, i love that <laughs> like i think that would take a lot for me to to do that mine well flip. i don't know if you are a slut yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna position where someone's gonna call me a cut in a bad way either <laughs> hopefully maybe <laughs> but that'd be awesome if it happened i'd be like um I, yeah i am <laughs> <laughs> that's how well, i am yeah like i'm i'm like yeah i fully can be yeah like you better watch out because yeah. I'm a cunt. Yeah. Like, and I'm coming for you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That just like triggered something in my brain of like that guy, hide your kids, hide your husband. <laughs> yes. I just saw on Instagram today that he is releasing 
uh, he's getting into the alcohol game. Some kind of alcohol like beverage. I didn't look <laughs> into it because I just I was going to and then I forgot. But he some kind of alcoholic beverage he is introducing to the scene. So okay. I, as soon as it comes out, I'm gonna look into it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll buy it online. Please do. <laughs> yeah, ship it home. We can have it at Blake's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one thing about Euphoria I wanted to ask about. Oh, yeah. it was this uh, Sydney Sweeney stuff. What about did Sydney you, Sweeney? Did you see her family pictures posted? Make sixty great again. Yes. Yeah. Well, and like her uncle had like the blue flood, the blue stripe. Oh, he had like a Blue Lives Matter shirt? No. Well, yes. Yeah. So it's the American flag with the blue stripe. Yeah. And then like people posted that were at the party with the MAGA hats. Whatever. Did you see any of that? Yeah. The pictures that they're like the red hats with the white embroidery. Mm -hmm. But instead of it saying make America great again, it said make 60 great again because it was her mom's 60th birthday. Okay. Yeah. Do you like... Why do people do that? Like, why would somebody... Because they're conservative. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure she comes from a conservative family, okay. and I don't know anything about her political yeah. beliefs, whether they yeah. align with that or not. Yeah. But, like, coming from a conservative family, I get it. I don't think... I don't know if I would have, like, worn that hat or not, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because I do see that it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But I think it is hard because, like, you're a public figure. So, mm-hmm. like, what kind of message is this sending? But also, what kind of message does this have to send? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, the Blue Lives Matter shirt, like, that kind of sucks. But, like, my uncle has a Blue Lives Matter flag in his garage. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put it outside of his house, mm-hmm. per se. But he has it. And I know. I mean, almost all of my family is, like, pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. So, I understand having like a conservative family and not necessarily politically aligning with them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to see. And yeah. like, does she have to give a explanation though? Do you think she has to? I mean, I think she kind of did. I didn't really look into it too much, but I think she just kind of said like, it was my mom's birthday, mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, actions speak louder than words to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I haven't seen anything really about her politics in Mm -hmm. general. Like, she doesn't seem to have, like, big political statements. Yeah. Um, There was this article, like, kind of recently that she had done this interview and said something about how, like, she only made, like, a little bit of money on Euphoria, Mm -hmm. especially season one, and how she had to do other, like, brand deals and stuff to afford to live in L.A. Yeah. But then people are criticizing her because it's like, well, you're rich. Mm-hmm. And like, how much money do you need? You have a $3 million house. Yeah. So like, yeah, maybe it costs a lot to have the life you want to have in L.A. But And it is an expensive city, obviously. Yeah. But could you have lived on an actor salary? Yeah, you mm-hmm. were making, you made more money on one show. And I get, you know, the thing with acting is like, you get the jobs you get. Like mm-hmm. you might only get that one season mm-hmm. and not work again for yeah. a while but yeah. yeah she's still making a lot more money than yes. me even yes. on that yeah. you know in two episodes then she was making my salary yeah. so yeah <laughs> it's yeah. out of touch for sure yes which i think is kind of like a signal to okay now you have these pictures where you're wearing this hat mm-hmm. and your family's definitely yeah. seemingly conservative mm-hmm. so i think it's kind of like just those 
things add up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks that Euphoria is already in the light of everything right now. And then that gets added. <coughs> I know. And yeah. it, like, I really like Sydney Sweeney, mm-hmm. but just because I like someone doesn't mean I would politically align with them yeah. or think they're necessarily a good person, but I like might like them as an actor or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is, I think, you know, a stance these days to like mm-hmm. say something like that because I think poli- people expect, you know, people's opinions to be based on a morality. But to me, I'm like, well, if you're an actor, not necessarily because mm-hmm. like I-, I can enjoy you through your work and still not think you're a great person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most people aren't. So I, and that's why like as much as I like looking into all of this stuff, I really don't like knowing too much about people's personal lives because I want to like them. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy my celebrities and I obviously like a lot of the art they put out Mm -hmm. and like I'm entertained by them. Like I want to like them. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) So Jackie, where can people find you? Oh my gosh. Do you want them to find you? I don't even know. I don't even know my Instagram like, handle whatever I, it's called isn't it like jacqueline anderson 11 or something yeah i don't know if it's like underscore or just jacqueline anderson 11 that might just be it do you yeah. want people to find you they can if they want to there's not a lot of stuff there <laughs> if they want to see yeah a freshly iud free woman <laughs> <laughs>